shaped like a foot. How you feeling? I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I had my lunch. I ate it quick, Good. but not too quick. But not too quick. Mm, yeah, I'm actually glad that I <sighs> remember to eat because I'm usually like not eating and then I, I burn out. I run out of fucking steam. Like, why am I so tired during this conversation? Like, you didn't fucking <laughs> eat anything. Gotta- I've been, my eating habits have been the worst, dude. I've been like the other day, I didn't eat until midnight. The other day before that, but I didn't what, eat until time, like what time did you 10 wake o'clock. Up? What time did you wake up? That day I woke up late. I woke up at like 3 in the afternoon. Mm. That's still so. pretty long time to go without solid food, man. I know. Just drinking coffee and, uh, you know, so busy. Dehydrating yourself and mm-hmm. you need calories to burn, brother. I know. It's not good. I was fasting. I was fasting, bro. I was fasting. Oh, you fasting. <laughs> Okay. That's the way I always look at it when I don't when I forget to eat. Mahatma <laughs> Gandhi over here. Oh man, yeah, it's warm. I can't I had to close my window because my neighbor's air condition is always on and these uh mics are so sensitive. Yeah. So I'm gonna be sweating it up in here, baby. I got my fan on. I mean I hear nothing, man. Oh, it's on low. It's on the lowest setting. But... Is, is that your only fan? Yeah, it yeah. is. You <laughs> it feels it. like it you sometimes. You said it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it feels like it. Man, it has been a hot minute since you and I have sat here. I know. Staring I know. at each other like been this. A couple months, at least. It's been I an think. entire summer. You know? Yeah. And I don't feel yeah. like... How was I, your summer, David? <laughs> it was quick. Yeah. It feels like it was quick. It was, yeah. I think it was busy i think it was just work and yeah just one big worry it just been worried all summer about like uh, i hope that i don't know i get the work done i need to get done by the end of the summer or i hope something happens that feels progressive you know because i'm working like business as usual Mm. i'm still working i just didn't feel like it was going anywhere you know now i things have changed things have changed since then and it's always been up in my head, but excuse me for feeling what's up in my head. I that's all I got. That's all I have to work with here. Yeah. yeah. And I may and it's not like I'm not trying. I go to the fucking garage and get the oil checked all the time. You know? Probably more often than than most well, people. Say maybe maybe you get the check a little too often. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think Sometimes so. Sometimes you got to let that stuff sludge and get real dirty before you get it cleaned out again. It's <laughs> happening, and it happens quick. You know, my filter gets dirty very fast. <laughs> I am absorbing every ounce of bullshit flowing through the air constantly. And yeah. between family and work, I am chock easy full. To yeah, I got impurities. Very easy to do. No. Oh. Yeah, but, summer went by quick. It yeah. always does. I mean, every every year goes by quick. It seems like the older you get, but the uh, but yeah, say. it was kind of a blur for me. Uh, you know, I, the biggest thing that stands out is obviously you know was going to visit my folks in Canada, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. And mm-hmm. but other than that, just been the grind. You know, I didn't really do too much of it. You know, anything else? Yeah, doing the regular grind. Uh, not looking forward to it getting dark early again. 
that I am definitely not looking forward to. And I got to make sure I change my schedule before that happens. Yeah, got to get a I jump won't on see it, man. Any sunlight, you know. Yeah. Build so. up those habits now. Yeah. So the, come January, come February, that's what you know. After Christmas, after all these fake sort of like enthusiastic events happen, things to distract you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because the holiday season's nice because it does fill you with a false sense of joy, and it. Or depression. And light. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, the door's open to both of those categories yeah, for it's sure. It's like, what, what am I going to go towards? It's your choice. You know what? Depression. I like, the happy door seems like it's locked. <laughs> well. I it, can't get it open. Uh, you hear like the glasses clinking and the bottles in the bad door. So I always go through the bad door. Like, <laughs> the party sounds better in there. Neither of the parties are good, but, you know. Party of misery. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, like I went by way too quick. That's already the wrong move. You got to look forward to it. You got to, you know. F- I know. Fake yourself out. I know. I'm setting myself up for failure, man. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? We're already failed. What we have to do is we have to pick ourselves up off the floor and. Just try to be positive. Yeah. Be yeah. positive. Yeah. You know, you're doing fine, but That's going to be great. It's going to be great. I don't know about that, but... Fucking rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> it's it's going to be tough. That's going to be good. I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm hoping that that will be the time that I get to start a new body at work and then kind of like get really kind of absorbed into that. Yeah. You got to do it, baby. Yeah. So I don't feel like we really need to explain ourselves why we've been gone. But, you know, anybody who'd been listening will know that we have not put up any new episodes for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And in a nutshell, it's just been about taking a break and mm-hmm. not taking a break like, oh, I need a break from you. It's a break from a certain, I don't know, uh, habits or not habits, but like that's the schedule of the show just didn't yeah. didn't work out like between, summers are busy too i mean yeah, summers are busy you're traveling summer. at times i'm traveling at times you know you know you did a lot of back and forth i did a lot of back and forth yeah and we both also needed that time to sort of become very insular like really like close the gate even mm-hmm. to like close friends like each other you know some of us do it a little more than others <laughs> who are you talking about what over there uh, okay. no no, I, whatever. We all have our own ways of doing life, you know? That's mm-hmm. fucking how it's done. But, okay. I that interesting. Yeah, but to, to, to make everybody happy, okay, we're back there, and now there you go. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> how was everybody's summer? Was it good? Was it nice? Did you go to the fucking Hamptons? You fuck. <laughs> no. I, went, I went to Hampton, not Hamptons, though. Ooh. I went to the Hampton Inn, which is like a motel somewhere in like in New Jersey. <laughs> the Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. <laughs> That's nice. Was that that last trip you took to New Hampshire? You went yeah, to the beach? yeah, yeah. Went to go see the mighty, mighty Ballstones. Really? Yeah, it was great. He didn't it was tell amazing. me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy was like, he was like a couple, you know, a, f- a few months back or whatever. He's like, hey, man. Boston's a plane. We should go. And I was like, yeah, we should. So like last time I seen the Boston's was like 19, 
96 or like something like that, you know? Yeah, I that, think I see them in Ken, Kenmore Square in Boston. <laughs> so. Where, at the Rat? No, no, no. They were playing oh, that's a, not a, Kenmore Square. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is Kenmore Square. Is that where, Kenmore? Where, where, yeah. the, where the Rat was. Oh. But they played just right out in the open, like right out in the middle of the square. But yeah, it's like a free wow. show or something. That's I think. funny. So the mighty, yeah. mighty Boston's. They, dude, they were great too. They put on such a great show. Anyway, Anyhow. so we're back. Yes, back. just and nothing, just the way you like it. Nothing has changed. <laughs> yep, still got the layer of grime, you know, yeah. over it all. And yeah, another year older. We both had birthdays. I think since oh, yeah. we've done yeah. a, a show. Yeah, we did. Now yeah. Happy birthday, David. Oh, happy birthday, David. Thank you, buddy. We're, we're both a year older. Yeah, and neither so of us shown. We got quite a bit of questions. Yeah, we do. You know what? And and uh, you know what? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go uh, glaze over the fact that another reason why we didn't talk is because we didn't want to talk, not to each other, but just mm-hmm. in general, like getting so fucked up in our heads about work and life and struggle that, you know what, mm-hmm. d- don't want to talk about it. Sometimes just like, you know what, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. And it's been hard. And it's hard to get back into it, too. Now it's like, oh, God, I'm so unenthusiastic about the shit that I should be enthusiastic about. And I don't want to share that. So what better thing to do than to go right into Q&A? Right into <laughs> because right? we don't have to talk about how miserable I feel yeah. or, like, how difficult it is to, like, look at the brighty side of the fucking yeah. coin. Is it bright yeah, side? That's why a lot of the times we would text yeah. each other. It's like, you know what's up. Yeah. You know where I'm at. Exactly. Know? And, and, and we wait. And we wait till yeah. it's right. You can't force it. And and the times that, like, I do reach out, you know, where it's like, you know, I'm worried. That's not something I, I'm going to put up, want to put up on air anyway. That's private. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. our talk yesterday. Remember that? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is all sorts of places. Oh, that. man. I get it out <laughs> of my system. That shit got fucking dark and cobwebby. We were, no, no. We were pulling away the cobwebs yeah, on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shaking. Yeah, that shit was fucking, yeah. We got the, we, we would get the dust way cleaned. Yeah, yeah. So now we're nice and squeaky clean, family friendly, <laughs> ready, ready to, friendly, to approach yeah, right. our uh, four people. Do you – okay, I'm going to uh, pull up some email here. Now, we recorded an episode already with one of these Q&As, and we never um, – that was like right before vacations times. Yeah. I don't remember. That was probably like a week after we did the interview with Danielle and Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We jumped right into that because we knew there was going to be a break and wanted something. And then we just didn't uh, get back into it. So, c'est la vie, Scooby-Doo, let's go back and start over again. Yeah, let's do it. And, uh, you know, it'll be somewhat new for us. And I think it starts with a, oh, God. This is what it starts with. on my hands and access to the show <laughs> i don't remember which one was the first one like did we approach this alexia one did we approach this david m1 it says it's been a long time it's been a long time been a long time i don't fucking remember been a long time i know we definitely did the uh, graham parker 
older one, but then there's another gram that we didn't do. Let's just start with the... God. Just feel back. Let's take one of them. Uh, any one. Well, I got, there's this voice one from Alexa. Why don't you run that one and mm-hmm. see if we recognize... Okay, let's Okay, let's see. Well, we, we might recognize it because yeah, we, we might have done it, but it. that might have been one of the ones that we've never aired, you know? Uh, so... <laughs> Because of the uh, us never airing that yeah, one episode. Yeah, we didn't do Q and A for a very long time. So, yeah. here so, it is. Let me just sign in here. I'm a little un, un unprepared. Oh, whatever, bro. It's so hot in here. Oh, just open up that window. I, I doubt you'll hear the no, AC. No, it's, it's 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 like a grinding. Oh really? Terrible. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like the bane of my engine. existence. This thing, like and it. So would that be the would that be the May twenty first one? I'm looking at was June, July. Well, let's see what Alexia's got to say. And Alexia, let's see if you remember yeah. your own question. Yeah. So <laughs> there we go. Hey, David, it's Lexi. Long time no chat. It seems like <laughs> it has been ever since I've sent in a question, but that was because I caught some sort of plague and lost my Uh-oh. voice for a bit. Gross. Anyway. Since it's been a while, I thought I would send in a couple questions. Okay. First, since you meet a lot of people doing what you do, what characteristics do you admire most in those people or the people that you meet? And so... I, I, I already, I, I kind of didn't get it. What what did she say? Well, she's she's saying, you know, we, um, um... What characteristics? Characteristics of people that we meet in our line of business, I guess. What do we like about him? Um, yeah. Nothing. Come on. Be honest. <laughs> be honest. I mean, what we like is honesty. We li- be honest. Yeah, be, yeah, we yeah. like honesty. Absolutely. Honesty and uh, 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 loyalty. Loyalty is a big thing for me. Yeah. As uh, yeah. so somebody who stays, you know, you know, you know, somebody who doesn't, you know, swing both ways. And, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, they, whoa, 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 <laughs> what? What? You finding you? Not like that. Not like, like that. What? You just, can't use a phrase like that. Wave something else. Your face. What? Now they're waving it in front of my face. What? what? <laughs> Wait a second. Whoa. No. They rested it on your forehead. Uh, where no, are no. you meeting these people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's been a while. No, no, the uh, no, they act, they act one way in front of you, yeah, and then face. you know they, you know, two face, two yeah, two face, two motherfuckers. So loyalty and honesty, commitment. Yeah, I mean, you know, realness. Sure, realness. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that I think that's the most common thing that people, I mean, you always put on TV and all these like reality shows, they're always like, you don't want to be real. I want to meet someone real or I need you to be real or can I be real? It's like, oh, okay, I get no, it. I get it. Real, 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 real. I get it. We want real. Like it went in, in the line of business strictly with the art, the thing that I feel a connection with, with people right away is, is, is exactly what you said. That sort of straightforward honesty about like about the themselves and their work and put it all and and uh without uh, all this uh like posturing and 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 like a chest uh inflating and and mm-hmm. chip on the shoulder something to prove shit i know it's a hard business i know it's a very competitive business but you know we're talking about what i like here okay not what you know yeah. the, the way it should be or needs to be blah 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 i react to straight fucking forward honesty don't fucking either blow smoke up my ass or kiss my ass. Yeah. I, if yeah. you're if you're into what I do, I do appreciate kind words. But don't 
I don't need to be either, you know, I, 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 I don't want anybody like being like false, that, that, that false praise shit. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't want people that have to like, they're trying to make up a story just because they're trying to impress you about your work or whatever else. You know, the best thing is when you come into a situation that people lay it all out on the table that that you're working with or whatever, in a a working relationship Mm. like that, say, this is what I can do for you. Maybe we can do this. Mm. I hope we can maybe get there with this. But, you know, this is what I we can do. And this is, you know, and it's just like, that's so nice. It's so nice. It's like, you know, because it's it's that's comforting, you know, it's kind of rare, too. I'd rather you tell me that 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 find out that you're not a big fan of my work, but you appreciate what I do or something like that, you know, versus, you know, versus you trying to tell me how much you love my work and all this other shit. It's like, I I know what kind of work you're into. Of course you don't like my fucking work. Or of course you do like it or, or who cares? But that's really not the point. When, when, when you're working with somebody like business, like partners or whatever, collaborator, you know, it's, it's so much more important that, uh, you know, get an honest like approach, a realistic approach Mm -hmm. and someone who listens, somebody who actually listens to what, I have to say as part of my input, because when I work with a gallerist or another artist, for me, it's it's an immediate, it's a collaboration. It's a process that I don't expect from without my effort and the, and the, and the same way the other way. And I, one of my biggest uh, problems that, I, that rubs me the wrong way is when people don't fucking just listen to the, my perspective of how I see my own work. Rather than like being told, this is how I see your work and this is how I will show your work or, or you know, this is how I'm going to sell your work, you know, because it, it, it or, or you say something to somebody and down the line that like, hey, I, I thought we talked about this, you know, you know, mm-hmm. were you not paying attention? Or? You did, but they weren't listening. Yeah, exactly. So, so somebody so, listens. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We got 10,000 yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. I know. All right. All right. That's good. Second, let's go with a fun question. Well, do you admire most in those people okay. or the people that you meet? Yeah. And second, let's go with a fun question. If you could send a message to an advanced alien species, what would it be? Uh, anyway, I hope you guys are well. And I see that your art weekend went really well. And I'm so jealous of anybody that got to be there. Oh, wow. Next time I plan on coming, I hope. Oh, Fingers crossed. Oh, wow. That'd be awesome. Anyway, have a great one, guys. Thank you, Lexi. Thank you, Lexi. Uh, Please, please, please save us. Yeah, that's I think that's the help. (laughs) Help was the help and and help. And in parentheses, uh, we can get to specifics when we see each other. Yeah. You know, let's let's talk. Let's yeah. talk. I yeah. will. Let's talk about I, it. I, I, I will. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I will get into the details and I would, uh, you know, appreciate just some time to think about it. But uh, there's there's a couple people that need to be removed from the picture right away, right away. And then let us we'll figure our shit out afterwards. But these guys got to go. A few, yeah. I think more than a few. And <laughs> if if you're not able to like help us, you know, fix and terraform our own planet, can I come over? With you? <laughs> can yeah, I yeah. can I come over? Are you free yeah. forever? Yeah. And advanced species, you know, what what advanced species is going to listen to to my need? I guess like a to treat me like a, a like a dog, be like feed me can you at least you know yeah, well, leave yeah, enough food be, and water in my bowl for 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 mm. the rest of my life and you'd be like an ant you'd be like an ant in the ant farm yeah, something something yeah. yeah 
I mean, I think that's what everybody would say right now on this planet. If the aliens could do any, say anything, what would you say? Be like, help. We are in such a <laughs> help fucking, us. fucking, fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck that's- show of a, of a situation of like pulling your hair out madness. This is broken. And the powers that be are hitting it with hammers like, like this. This is how you fix. And, and well, they're broken. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it's it's not even like no one's even pretending to give a shit. And the people that are following them are so fucking stupid, so fucking stupid to be able to put your fold your hands together and be like, no, I'm going to follow this guy off the fucking cliff. All right. But I have to go with you. Go off the yeah. cliff, but don't fucking kumbaya. Yeah, I don't want to go. Nobody, nobody asks me. You want to go jump off the cliff and take the world with you? No, just fucking go and or or, or go sit in your trailer park and and nobody's taking anything from you. What somebody's coming oh. all, from this country, another country, taking your job that you're not willing to do? No, none of that is happening. You stupid. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Okay, next question. <laughs> what do we got next? Who's on the dog? I don't know. Uh, uh, the, the, probably the rest of them are reading, right? Yeah, so, so uh, let's... I'm going to let you take over that side of it. Uh, okay, David M. David Maloney. We've got... Oh, the, Maloney. Uh, you have his terrible song. I don't. I don't. I don't know what happened What? To <laughs> what? what? <laughs> okay. Uh, David Maloney. Let's go right into it. All right. Oh, hold on. So wait a second. Yo, you found his song? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I have a headache. That is, like, the worst. It's, it is the worst. I, but I, you could definitely use an updated song. I crave it like yeah. a bad, like, sandwich. Okay. David M. Sorry I've been away so long, guys. Everybody's apologizing. Meanwhile, we take we take like months <laughs> yeah. off. Like, see you later. <laughs> Sorry I've been away so long, guys. I've actually been listening the whole time, and the show is just getting better for me. Well, we're about to change oh. that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm still grinding away construction 8 to 12 hours a day, and I just can't get a break away from it. I'm seriously questioning if I'm ever going to be an artist at this point. Okay, David, we've talked about this. We have, we have talked yeah, about this with been, you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You are, but... David must not be in the union if he's working 12 hours a day in construction. Uh, I don't know how things Either. are being run over there in construction. Yeah, right? that's an Ireland, And yeah. it's probably... They've got a lot of competition. A lot of these Polacks are coming over. By the way, I'm Polish. I didn't mean to offend anybody. I, any Polish people coming over to, <laughs> to the UK and taking jobs. Anyway, uh, I'm seriously questioning if I'm ever going to be an artist at this point. Should I get a part-time job or something that would make me be able to do... More art and launch my career. You yeah, gotta be able I mean, to sustain. If you, if you, you gotta could be afford able to sustain. It, if you could afford to do a part-time job, then yeah, that's what you gotta do. But yeah. you gotta be ready to, to 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 sacrifice and commit. I don't know. I don't know where you're at with that. You know, I'm not gonna tell you to fucking quit your job if that. Are you driving around a fancy car, David? You driving around like a like a Ferrari or something? Yeah, huh? I doubt it. What's the lifestyle? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, you you. Exactly. You can't go get a part-time job if you're not going to be able to live off of a part-time job. Honestly, what, so, I, you, we can only know. lead by example or, or, you know, from our own experiences. When I, when I was working, you know, all the time to make money when I first finished school, um, I was making enough money to survive. 
not enough time for all just art, but you know, at that point I, I was living life a lot. It didn't matter when it got to the point where I had to make a decision. I did work part time and I sold mm-hmm. drugs, but I'm not telling you to start selling drugs, <laughs> but that's what I did because part time yeah, yeah. job was like four days a week and at nights and the drugs, I actually smoked most of it, but I did make a little bit of money, which I think I spent on going out and getting fucked up anyway. So scratch the whole drug thing. Don't sell drugs. Just <laughs> bypass that whole thing that I went through, although it was a really great time in my life. So I don't know. Uh, that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I think we covered this before when we talked yeah. about it, but it's just, you know, I just – you fit it in on the weekends. You fit it in if you are only working eight-hour days at those days. And if you got enough energy, you put in a couple hours when you get home at night before you got to go to bed. If you're ready. And if that, you're ready for it. It's, if you know, you're ready for it, man. I, yeah. You got to be fucking ready. I used to work a full-time job, but it was way more than full-time. I mean, sometimes you'd be working like fucking 60-hour weeks and just crazy Crazy weeks, and that, and 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 it was a do, do, doing commercial art as well. So I was like constantly putting in my artistic energy all fucking day long, and then trying to come home and still yeah, be creative. Yeah. Listen, was, we've we've, we've sung this whole fucking, fucking tale again. We've yeah, done this. Difficult, the thing is, if you got to make it work, if you're if you're ready for for first of all, by ready I mean. Do you have a body of work that you feel strongly enough to go to a place and start applying for shows and showing your work? Do you feel strong enough that that you could build a momentum from that? Because you've got to keep doing that thanklessly for a long time, thanklessly doing shows, not selling because making art is not about selling art and people, you young artists out there fucking watching you. I know you, you know, I know you and you know who you are. Stop fucking selling everything all the time. It's not just about selling. Yeah, you need to make money. Then get a fucking another job because selling your art for fucking peanuts as a stepping stone to becoming an art, like uh, discovering your art is a fucking mistake because it Mm. makes you think you're worthy based on this monetary value made up. And you're going to follow that fucking path because just the way you get likes on a fucking social in- internet internet thing, it, yeah, yeah, you're just going to be basing what you think is your voice on other people's reactions. And other people's reactions are based on an ever-changing f- trend and uh, market and, and, and also I mean, it depends what genre. mood who cares because making art is not about pleasing other people too. You got to please yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to make a living. Uh, I get art it. Art should be about the creative process and about yes. exploring and finding it, yourself within the work. It's not it about, be about the monetary yeah, value it, of uh, – It could I, be I, about that, but you know, then me, you're going to be that. You're going to be that. Do you want to be yeah. that? You also have to choose. What kind of artist do you want to be? Do you want to be the kind of artist that you like most likely look at as an inspiration, as a hero? Do you want to be like one of these fucking greats? That inspire. Look at their lives. Their struggle. They're hard. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're mixed up with drugs, alcohol, disease. I mean, they're, they're messes. There's a few in between yeah. that are like still alive and kicking. But you know, yeah, for the most part, the people who are pretty heroic are very dangerous and very exciting, and they don't have us a, a safety net of, you know, a lot of money. 
and <laughs> and worked jobs. You know, you got to have a job because you got to make money because you're not going to sell your art. And David, I've seen your work. I know what your work looks like. I know you're 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 practicing. You're 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 painting. You're not selling your art right now. Don't quit your fucking job until you yeah. are. That doesn't mean you're not going to start selling your work while you're having a job. I was selling work when I was having a job too. It wasn't until well, exactly. I, I had I mean, enough we momentum. Both, we both didn't didn't leave our jobs until we actually yeah. had exactly enough momentum to feel with, safe with sales. To you know, what I mean? we're not we're still not. Above. <laughs> and then you feel safe for a little bit, and then all of a sudden nobody's buying your yeah. work anymore. So then you fucking don't feel yeah. safe. So you, yeah. and then you go through you get you get one bad year, and then you come back, and then the next year the market's better for art, mm-hmm. and people are buying art more, yeah. and more people have discovered your work, so you sell them more work yeah. again, and then you do exactly. well again, and then you get another bad year, yeah. or you get another bad six months, but and if then you, you get fall that practice, whole, but it's just like a vicious practice. fucking yeah, cycle. you have to get that practice yeah. before you jump. And take that leap of faith because you do eventually need to take that leap of faith. But do have that under your belt of of your ups and your downs. Navigate the fucking world. The world is yeah. different than it was when I was yeah. in my 20s. You, so. can't, you can't look at art as the monetary value of anything because it's the worst way to try to make a fucking living. Yeah, it and it, to, to, if, you're, if you're not in the commercial art world and, and you're not going that way with it, to, to be a fine artist and try to make a living at it, it's like 1%. 1% are able to make it. You know what I mean? Or, or 2%. I don't know. It's very fucking low, whatever it's it is. Low. It's 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 the worst. It's the worst. And and I wouldn't I, – I would wish it upon people because oh. of the creative outlet and in, in the, in the, the places that you go with that. But to make a living at it, no. it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Man. And, and not once you start easy. making that living, once you start making money, because it's possible. Yeah, 1% is making the big money. There's a great number of artists that are still making money and living off their work. But once you start making that money, that's uh, that art that you're making, that's what you're stuck with. So be sure before yeah. you get to that point that you are making the kind of work that you feel good. It's you. It's an honest like uh, reaction, it's not something that you're you're pandering to a to an audience for. Because if you do start building momentum, you're stuck with that. You're stuck with you. Of course, you have room to evolve and change. But you know anything drastic, you're going to lose your audience, or you're going to lose your management, or you're going to lose something that bring brought in the money, and you're going to also lose yourself. You're going to you're going to wind up in that fucking space. It's like who am I? You know, like Zoolander. You're going to be fucked up. You're gonna you're gonna. Huh. But you you just got to first fucking just (laughs) surround yourself by the right people. Surround yourself with your inspirations. Never mind the money. I know it's so fucking hard, but that's that's it, man. You want to be an artist? You don't get to you don't get to say I want to be an easy artist or a hard artist. It's it's hard. It's hard. That's it. Mm -hmm. There's no easy. There's no fucking easy. The genius percent, that's the 1% that is able to like, you know, shit out brilliant art, you know? And that also takes work. And I don't know, man. Don't quit your day job. Classic line. Don't, don't. Yeah, I mean, really. No, but seriously. You you know, then you're going to find yourself living in a fucking cardboard box and then no place to make work because you can't even afford the materials to make the work. But if you're miserable, get a a part-time job and work part-time and then you're you're not going to be able to have any luxuries because all your money is going to go towards rent and supplies. Rent and supplies. And it's still that way for me. You know? 
I'm still like all, all oh, yeah. the fucking money. I'm trying to raise money right now just to do this show. I have a show coming up in a couple months, but I still have a month and a half to figure out how to get that show all the way over there. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. And it fucking yeah, irks yeah. me because it's the same pit in my stomach that I had, you know, 25 years ago when I was like, how am I going to pay my rent and then go to the Pearl and get some fucking materials? Art supplies. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Question. The thing mm-hmm. is, no, admit to yourself, fine. If you want it that bad, then you are an artist now. But, you know, it's there's no magic fucking yeah, I'm just I'm concerned that David is, which, which we've talked about this before, but David's mi- mixing, you know, monetary value within being an artist mm-hmm. or like making a living at it, mm-hmm. whether whether that means that you're an artist. You're a fucking artist. Mm-hmm. If you're making work and that and you're and, and you're being creative. And Ex- yeah, you're accept your vocation. You're already, you're already there. Except, you're already there. Except so you're fucking like you know, what? Like yeah. on this planet, don't look into the future of what or or or, or, or what you think you need to be please, to yeah, be an please artist. Please don't look at the future. It's bleak. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you know. I I I I say I have a show in a couple months, but I'm like, what's the point? You know, yeah. that comes up in my head. But then I'm like, shut up, David. It's it, all yeah. this anxiety is just a accumulation of other people's bullshit, making you feel bad about the existence. Mm-hmm. Oh, some of it's real, but a lot of it's make believe. Okay, you you yeah. are on the, put on this planet to be an agent of what you choose. That's funny. You're holding mm-hmm. the Joker cup right now. He was an agent of chaos, right? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are you an agent of? I'm an agent of love, beauty. <laughs> look, look, I just realized what I got. <laughs> Batman and the Joker. <laughs> So you got your water and the, the Joker and coffee and, and Batman. Coffee and the Batman. Should yeah, be the other way but, around. Um, really. I know. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. The drug yeah. within the okay. chaos. Uh, let's move on. David, we've talked yes, about let's go. this. Okay. I'm sorry, but you know, you know how we feel. Push through it, brother. Yeah. And patience, 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 because this fight lasts for the rest of your life. Okay. Hey, let's take a quick pause. I'm going to get more coffee real quick. David, sorry if we yelled at you, but you know, <laughs> nah, he knows what's up. Yeah. You know what's up, buddy. And you gotta, you got you gotta, you gotta mm, just take it easy, man. Take it fucking easy. Keep painting. Keep painting. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself with the work. Don't overthink this shit. This is what I tell myself all the time too. Uh, yeah, it's so easy you need to, get to explore. Lost and before shit. you get too deep into the entrenched in the existence of being an artist and making a living. Make a lot of experimentation, really push it, push it, push it, push it, push it, because. Now push it real good. Mm, 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 mm. You don't want to be mediocre. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Graham Parker writes into us now. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, Graham used to be the uh, one of the administration over at the Strict Nine Gallery when. We were working with those weirdos, and um, Graham got very close. 
over the years. I mm-hmm. love that guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. he he escaped towards the end of the 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 he gallery. He became a real friend. Yeah, he he got out of the uh, the gallery in the nick of time, and he's still in touch. And he's a wonderful man. And he lives in Australia. And he's from England. Here we go. Hiya, boys. This is my new. This is my English accent. Hey, I'm Graham. No, actually, I could do Graham's voice pretty well over the years. I've been uh, ma- making fun of him a lot to his face, so don't give me shit. Okay, here's my Graham voice. Hiya, boys. Great, great new episode. I finished listening to it this morning on the way to work and really enjoyed it. No, that's that's enough of that. That's not good. All right, he, the next part says, do not read on podcast. Okay. He pretty much is talking about what I was just talking about, the mess, the mess, the mess that happened. Yeah. And you know what? Anybody who's anybody who's involved in that situation has the same feeling. The regret is focused in one place, but the sheer, like, enjoyment of the friendships that are made like priceless like mm-hmm. i Absolutely. wouldn't i wouldn't take any of it train, away tr- train it for I, anything. I, I yeah. couldn't yeah. take yeah. any yeah. of it away so many amazing people and i'm gonna go see them uh, yeah. soon and i haven't seen some of them in five years and i i know that's so crazy within that inferno yeah there were so many great fucking relationships yeah. made and so many great connections mm-hmm. and but yeah relationships yeah, yeah. really yeah. good friends really and and Graham was one of them anyway here we go he's got a couple questions for us in case you need them yeah we need them man we need them always need them out there uh, number one are there any other podcasts out there that you recommend either art or non art related. Uh, last, scene. last scene podcast about the Isabella Stewart Gardner robbery oh, is worth I checking out. I, I know that's what you just, just said. said well, you were clairvoyant because he mentions the last scene <laughs> podcast about Isabella Stewart. We're yeah. checking out it. Phenomenal. You guys already talked about it by the time it was recommended to me. Okay. Oh, well, we did already yeah, talk. Are about there it. any other okay. podcasts that you recommend? I don't listen to a lot, so I got. Yeah, I listen to it quite a bit. Throw some out, like the the, the what is it? The I mean, dark. I mean, dark I mean, I mean, I mean, society. this motherfucker does not need any promotion, but like Rogan's uh, Joe, the Joe Rogan experience is Everybody great. Is he always has on yeah. amazing guests. He also has on a lot of guests that I, you know, go over. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but I'm trying to think. But like science and shit. Oh oh, there's a fuck. Like, give me some, give me some uh, background. Da, 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 da. So it's it's called it's called uh, hardcore history. Hardcore. I forget the whole Dan something, and it's a pretty popular podcast too. But this dude goes into history, and some of his episodes are like four fucking hours long. You know, Ooh, five hours Jesus. long. And they're amazing. They're amazing, and that and uh, he's unbelievable. Um, yeah, and then the rest of just I listen to a lot of like comedy stuff. So you know, or stuff about music, music podcasts. So, but yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah. um, we got Art Society mm-hmm. podcast, Chet Czar's podcast. That's great. He's always, it, it, he's, he's very prolific with having a guest on usually every week and he's prolific with him getting out his episodes every week and that quite a bit now is up to the, you know, past a hundred, I think. Wow. And that episode. What about, um, uh, I guess, uh, the painting loft. Okay. Painting love. Okay, there you so go. a couple of, cabinet. You, you were close. You were close. A couple of our friends' podcasts. We want to put shout outs. Is the dark art 
yeah. uh, society, society and the painting loft podcast with uh, with Scott Holloway. Uh, but I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't. I should listen more, but I listen to like serial, you know, and uh, true crime stuff. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's that, but that shit's boring. To, that's a po- I mean, to talk you know, about. Th- th- that's a serial. It's fucking yeah, great. It's, but it's boring to talk about because everybody knows about it. You know, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go. Number two from Graham. Is there anything, right. tool, or material, etc., that you've used and expected to be amazing and it turned out to be shit, or vice versa mm-hmm. that you expect to be shit and turn out to be amazing? Okay. Mm-hmm. What? What? Yeah, oh, to paints, paints, like like trying out different oil paints and stuff in the past. That's why I don't ever really try anything, you know, don't really try anything new anymore because I just know what I what I use. Uh, I like mm-hmm. it. It works. It's I'm good, not going to get too into know? this myself. I, I, I the, right but, off the, the the cuff, I yeah. think uh, the camera Lucida. You know those like those drawing aids where you you like stare into the mirror and then you can like live trace. Oh it's no! Like an, oh, the, the 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 old ancient. Yeah, well, tool. I, I mean, I, I do, I do. I mean, I'm an oh no, like oh shit, you've tried one yeah, of those. Yeah, well, like, I, I contributed to like a what are they called for? Give me money. Uh, Kickstarter, yes, or, yeah, or crowdfunding. Yeah, crowdfunding. yeah, I did a, yeah. a Kickstarter thing for 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 one of those, and I got the thing, and it sucked. I was disappointed. Yeah, I didn't spend a lot of like thirty bucks or something, but it was like, yeah, that's that was stupid. It sucked. Yeah. The, the closest thing to another yeah. thing that reversed was um, I had a bunch of stuffed cabbage from my mom. Now, I'm not trying to knock my mom. My mom's a great cook. I just looked at her cooking this stuffed cabbage and these these translucent steamed cabbage leaves. You just don't, you don't think, mmm, like boiled cabbage. It was the most delicious yeah. thing I put in my fucking mouth in, oh really? Like, really? I was yeah, like, holy yeah, yeah, shit! Yeah. This is the most. And I've had my mom's stuffed cabbage before. I, I grew up, you know, eating. But like, I haven't had it in years and years and years. And she was, I was just at home last week, and she made some. And she's like, you should take some with you. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't want to drive with a bunch of stuffed cabbage. So I loaded up, and I loaded up with more than I was gonna take because I was like, oh, my mom, you know, she worked hard cooking the stuff. Yeah. And I started eating it when I got home. I was like, this is the most amazing thing. And I'm like, I wish I took more. I should have taken more. Okay, so that's my my two cents on that gram. There you go. Okay. There you go. And he says, and finally, throwback to Goldmine Shithouse Berlin 2007. What do the people of Mars need? <laughs> okay. Inside joke. People of Mars need money. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to our next question, my friends. Man, this is nice. It's nice to be back in the, back in the back seat. Back in the saddle. Yeah. Bibushir, Bibushir. So what do we got? This guy is uh, Cajun or something. Wow. Oh my God! I just opened Bobby this Boucher. up. Bobby Boucher is giving him. Oh. oh my God! He's giving him a run for his money. Jesus Christ! Cereal. <laughs> uh oh. Jesus Christ! We got fourteen questions. Oh, Brian. Brian. And what? And what? And, and what cereal number do they do? Thirteen, 13? questions. <laughs> well, we we've got a new we got a new contender. One up them. Oh my god! Oh wow! Oh, well, he gets that. Hi guys, I'm a big fan of the show. I've been waiting to send some questions in for a while. First off, to introduce myself, I'm an artist, and for a day job, I work as a wax technician at a fine arts bronze foundry in Maine. Maine's a beautiful state. Wow! I oh, listen to the podcast a lot at work, and it really cheers me up to gets me through the day. <laughs> okay. I, I need great. something like that. It's like having two good friends hanging out with you while at work. 
and not doing any work, just watching you work. It's like, <laughs> you're doing a good job over there. I'm on coffee break all the fucking time. Okay. Before I get to the questions, I just want to suggest two things I thought Hawkbaum might enjoy. Oh, since he mentioned he likes Japanese horror. Woo. One is a podcast, uh, Koabana. Oh, so there's another podcast recommendation right for you. There you go. This yeah. is dovetailing yeah. right in there. Right? This, this show writes itself. Perfect. <laughs> one, one is a podcast, Koabana, by Tara A. Devlin. She used to live in Japan and translates true, in quotes, oh, scary stories, cool. urban legends that people have written on the internet. I love that. I love that. I love oh, that. I'm down. I'm yeah, going yeah, to subscribe to that. That's yeah. something I'm into. Uh, and that people have written on the internet and narrates them. Beautiful. That sounds great. It's been a source of artistic inspiration for both myself and my wife, who is also an artist. Good luck with that. I'm just kidding. You're going to be fine. The second thing is not horror, but it's still really cool. It's Kurt Bell's YouTube channel, Softy Papa. <laughs> he has a playlist of old videos from when he lived in Japan called Abandoned Japan. I think I know about this. I thought Japan... Uh, I, I know this. I thought Hawkbaum would uh, like it because there's a lot of interesting old houses and sheds that Kurt discovers on his walks. That sounds great. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. These are great recommendations. That's what I'm talking mm -hmm. about, people. Uh, actually, I was never talking about it. But now I am. Send me more stuff to, to, to look at because I'm bored. I'm bored. Softy Papa. I'm going to look into both these things. I know. I love the audio shit when you're working, man. Because yeah, it just it. It allows you to work and not think about what you're working mm -hmm. on because you're focused on yeah. that. And it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Well, yes. and he says, thanks for everything you guys do. You are welcome. I am looking forward to the next episode. Well, you only had to wait four months. Brian. <laughs> then he says, I'm not trying to eat cereal for breakfast. Oh, oh, wow. You. But 14 is my lucky birthday number. Teehee. Love you, cereal. All right, cereal. It's on. It's on. Serial's still working on his script for yeah, us, I think. Serial. So he's working on his, his movie. Serial's yeah, well, obviously not looking for notes on his script because I haven't heard from him in a while. Man, I, un, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, Serial, the, uh, the line has been drawn in sand. Number one, could Hockbaum talk more about his trip to Japan and how it affected his work? Well, that could be a very long story. I'm going to keep it short because you have 13 more questions we need to answer. <laughs> My trip to Japan. Okay, first I'll, I'll tell you how it came about. Uh, of course, I have loved Japanese horror and um, folklore for a long time, and I was at a point where I was ready to start my next body of work, and I wanted to create a body of work just based around Japanese horror. So I brought that up to the gallery at the time I was working with, and they said... Hold off just a little bit. Let me work on raising uh, money to get you to Japan, and you can start the work over there. So they managed to get some money together to pay for airfare and lodging. And in that time, I put together a few contact phone numbers from friends I had in New York so I can photograph people while I was there. Um, I spent two weeks traveling around just uh, mostly Tokyo and some Kyoto and some of the southern uh, beach town a little bit while I was there, while photographing people that I've never met before. I just cold called people that I got numbers from uh, Matt Martin. If you know mm -hmm. me, you know Matt Martin. Uh, his um, his ex-wife is uh, Japanese, and um, she gave me some phone numbers. And everybody that she gave me a phone number with 
uh, for turned out to be this really incredible, very interesting um, a person with weird backstories. Like one was like an ex '90s club kid, but like you know the the, the you know the, the club kid of the times. Of course, I don't want to compare to like. Um, Who's the guy who murdered everybody at the limelight? Lime yeah, limelight, whatever. Oh, God. Oh, God. What is his name? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So really, really crazy ex-club kid. Then there's one who was like a runway model. Then there was one who was like a, um, a, a regular, like sort of soft core Japanese, uh, you know, porn photo model. Like did a lot of mm -hmm. like very artistic, erotic nudes kind of stuff. And then there was another one who actually did hardcore pornography. So I got a couple different sides of porn, a little act, a uh, little uh, modeling, and the the runway model, as well as um, another a performance artist who did like brilliant, uh, like uh, God, she was also very, you know, these Japanese people they're really into sex and kink. I don't know if you know anything really? about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this one, she was into burlesque and kink, and she did a whole book A to Z of like how the sexy alphabet, like really, really funky, very cool people. Well, thank goodness. And and sweet and generous. Like they would come over to the apartment I rented and and uh, they would model. It was uh, it was a pretty amazing experience. And they also, you know, I, I would bring up with them and with, you know, whatever translator I had at the time or broken English, what the story was. And they would help elaborate that story for me because they knew about it. Or there's a couple incidents where we made up stories on the spot to create characters. And then there was one that the, the mod, the runway model girl, she told me like they used to call her this when she was a kid or younger as a teenager, the drunken geisha, uh, Nami Nami Baba. So we made up this whole thing about the drunken geisha ghost. Like it was a lot of fun. There was a lot, mm -hmm. a lot open for interpretation because my intention was not to try to replicate I wanted to celebrate the Japanese stuff. I don't want to be like this this Westerner who's coming over and be like, oh, I make Japanese art. I wanted to sort of like pick up some of the palette, pick up some of the stories and do interpretations of that. And and um, it was an amazing experience. And how that affected my work was it did introduce a new palette to my work. Mm -hmm. And I did practice like res restraint because some of the older like Japanese print woodblock print work, you know, they were complex, but the colors were fields were solid blocks of color, you know, and I'm used to working with a lot of texture and layers. So that was something I, 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 I took. The well, first time you incorporated rice paper into the work too? Yeah, well, rice paper became um, also a, a new um, you know, medium, medium. That, 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 that still is in the work for other reasons yeah. as well, why it's still there. You know, like my uh, Juliet's grandmother passed away and we wound up with all this, like she used to do calligraphy writing and have a lot of rice paper. So, you know, there are different ties to that, but it, it definitely hit my palate, my sense and my approach with simplicity. And, and, um, and I already was into aesthetic and, and, and getting like, you know, the, 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 the Hibonacci stuff. What is it? Uh, the, the, did I pronounce that right? I don't know. Anyway, like just like simple, basic aesthetic stuff that I still find appears in the work that I make now. Especially yeah, works yeah. on paper, you know? And those, uh, those sharp reds and those deep yellows and ambers. Okay, that's it. In a nutshell, very quick. Number two, has Stupakis ever considered his dyslexia to be an advantage. 
He says, I also have dyslexia and have struggled with hearing for uh, many many severe ear infections when I was a young child, which resulted in surgery. I was behind in school because of it and put in special classes and in special aid. I was told I was learning impaired, but I'm not at all, and it took me a long time to realize that. Once I found out how my brain works, I find that I'm much more self-reliant because I I can now teach myself just about anything. I also find that since my brain works differently than most other people, I usually have a unique viewpoint, which is helpful to thinking creatively and problems. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's not even just dyslexia. I have I have a lot of shit going on with me. So, but 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 it's you know, but it's like I just have a severe severe as well as dyslexia, severe learning disability. But. The advantages are that it's definitely made me who I am today. You know what I mean? I wouldn't trade that for anything else in the world. And I, you know, by having those, you know, if somebody wanted to, like, if if I wanted to look look at the misfaults or that, it allowed it, it's allowed me over time to definitely rely more on that other side of my brain, on my soul, on you know, on who I am, and be more creative in that. And um, you know, it's still it's still all these years later being the age that I am now, I still have a lot of trouble with it. Mm. And, and, um, I still get frustrated a lot, a lot of times with it because, you know, uh, within, you know, stress or certain other things that happened within my life, it comes out even more, Mm. you know, and that, and, um, you know, I I have a very hard time articulating things and everything else when I speak to people and that, but all that being said, but like, but you know, this day and age, Brian, like you were saying too, it's like, you know, well, I, you weren't saying this necessarily, but it's like, you can just teach yourself anything. You know, now we have computers that like my computer reads to me, my, I can talk to my computer and it will write for me. You know, I, I, I don't let anything limit what I want to do in life, you know? And also I, um, I'm able to pick up things, especially when they're visual a lot faster, you know, with pro like learning new software or, or anything well, like yeah, that. I you think know? that, you know, it's, so like he, it's, it's like he's saying, you probably, you know, you, you, you relied heavily on, on exercising your other muscle, which is your creativity and you're, you're, you're yeah. taking that, your thought process into visual, creating visuals, representations of your ideas and thoughts. And mm-hmm. since you've been doing that so heavily for so long, that's really built up that the strength in that the muscle, muscle there. Yeah. So, yeah. You probably, you may not, who knows, have really put that much attention into it if other things, if you weren't relying heavily. It's possible. Yeah. The advantage is I'm able to do what I do yeah. today. And and, that, and that's that's something I would never trade for anything, you know, in the world because I'm still able to get by, you yeah. know. And I was always comfortable, too, within being younger, asking people for help for things and stuff. Mm. And that's a, another thing that I never let it allow to be like an embarrassment to, to, to my humanity, to who I or, or the, the person that I was, yeah. you know. So you can't, you can't feel you bad know. with the cards you're dealt and. Which yeah, but I think a lot a lot of kids unfortunately do of course. and they shouldn't. Yeah, because they, they, they is like a back. sport now. They, you yeah. know? Well, we used to go to like the Burger King or something like that with my friends. I'd always have to have my friends read me the menu, yeah. you know. Yeah, read me that shit, man. I can't read it, you know. So, it, but like stuff like that. So, Whatever. I could anyway. read the menu, but I'd still always just get the yeah. chicken sandwich. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. I had to go get, I had to go get a I had to get a new uh uh License, right? So I went to that that license express place here in in, in Manhattan, yeah. and that, and it had one of those machines yeah. where, like, now you just go. I don't know if you had this, but you just go to a machine now, yeah. and that, 
and you, you scan your license, but then you got to answer all these questions. Uh, uh, I hope the fuck I answered them all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's when you have to wind up going to DMV. That's one of the drawbacks, people who... Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, in, in those cases. Yeah, well, you know? it's got it's a technology ups and downs, you know, makes it easier. Yeah. Or puts, puts yeah. you in a fucking helpless position. You know, whatever. Oh, boy. Well, okay, number, <laughs> number three. three. Moving right along. How do you handle people who conflate who you are as a person with the contact? Um, conflate is to combine. Combined into one. So if okay. they take... All right, we, we, we'll edit this out so we don't look so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine too. I, I thought I, my head immediately went to cornflakes. You know, it's like... But that's how my head works. We all have disadvantages. How do, how do people handle cornflakes? I don't know. Milk? Um, how do you people who conflate who you are as a person with the content... So, so like... You know, judge you based on on your work. They see your work and they say, "Oh, you are oh, this. Yeah. You are that." Happens. Oh my god! The biggest, the biggest, the biggest thing all the time. Yeah. I don't hear it really anymore, but like, like for the longest yeah. time. Oh man, you're. I, I, I was always expecting to be so dark, or whatever. Yeah. Like you know, but you're actually a really happy guy. Like, yeah, and also too, you're, you're a happy, not dark, you're a happy man. guy. That work's not dark. Listen, yeah, well, you that's that's, but, the, but, that's the initial, dude. You, but I get you it. Have I get floating it, I get it, yeah. apparitions over dark, vast, you know, nighttime. Yeah, man, your work is dark. <laughs> I get it. I get your work it. is totally dark. Little yeah, children, yeah. lollipops, and death. You make <laughs> sinister work. There's no doubt. It's romantic. Not There's romance in there, but romantic. He's this <laughs> Fabio, like in, in, in like an unbuttoned blouse. No, that's, that's a, romance. That's a on, that's like a shirtless, garbage. shirtless on a horse. <laughs> that's romance. Not not like some some kid, like with murderous eyes. <laughs> that's romance. Don't bullshit me. Antique writer. He was. He I know. Was, I know. He was dark, g- gothic, baby. But yeah, so so that happens to you. People think that you're darker than you are. Yeah, before they meet me, yeah. and then they realize I'm just a you know either a goof or whatever. Like I'm just. <laughs> then you, know. you listen to fish. That's one thing about Stupak is in my personal experience that I was shocked by because I got got to know him and then I quickly learned that he had a big fish cassette collection because he had all those bootlegs. I had everything at that point, all the bootlegs, everything. So so people don't ever meet your heroes because it. We'll shatter. <laughs> you'll be yeah, you'll be shattered <laughs> by it. No. Perceptions. Yeah. Yeah, but that definitely happens. I mean, that must happen a ton with you too, where people see your work and then think the Well, you know, the you only know, like you're gonna, no, I don't I can't I can't read too much into people's minds, but when people have said to me the most common thing, which is only a handful of times, that they were surprised I was a man. Me too. Me too. I've had that too. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> After, kind of after they met you, or yeah. yes, both, okay. both. six months into our friendship, no. I was like, "You're a dude." No, yeah. you, it's 
it, 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 I think it's common for everybody to be immediately judged by, by what people see. Common art. I don't know. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. We do that. We look at art and we're like, oh, this person's got to be like drab and dark and brooding. But it's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. People do expect me sometimes to be maybe a little bit more uh, more brooding, but I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm fucking good time. And I'm a dude. Okay. Moving right along for any audio, any book or audio book recommendations. Yeah. I'm not reading anything. I'm still reading Blood Meridian because that is that takes a real serious headspace to to find. I'm going to finish this. I think probably on my next trip. I won't finish it because I don't. I don't have. I don't take the time to read books a lot. Whenever I have any free time, I'm I'm in the studio working. Yeah. You listen to a lot of audio books. I know I haven't. So I'm trying to I'm pull one out my phone to see what I what the last thing I've been listening to was. Oh, oh goodness. I thought I was rereading the, uh, um, which I already read, but, um, you know, if you're into the Wizard of Oz and into L. Frank Baum, I was reading a biography about L. Frank mm. Baum, which is good, you know. Um, but, yeah, we've yeah. done uh, book recommendations but, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, we've done you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff I'm getting really excited about that's coming out, but new Stephen King's getting ready to come out really oh, yeah I hope he doesn't blow it I'm super stoked for that yeah I think that's coming out this month um, so that's it okay number five what do you think of the fact that Harry Potter is often banned in the US but Moby Dick a celebrated American classic has an entire chapter dedicated to the whale's foreskin being made into a jacket <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah. well, Brian, we're all we're all a little fucked up over here, as you yeah, know. Yeah, so. I mean, you look at like uh, early, you know, what a twentieth century literature in, in in America, and you'll. F- the problem was that Moby Dick wasn't a wizard. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it is black yeah. magic, you know. It was a play with play. Yeah. Well, the magic. reason why is yeah. because that whole other chapter with the with the sermon, you know, you know, you got injected with that religious sort of. Uh, holier than thou shit in that chapter so i guess it got a pass like you, yeah, i've never read moby dick it, did you read yeah, moby dick it's 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 a long it's hard it's a hard read right read. yeah man it is yeah, yeah. it's got some ups but you know it's that kind of book it, for me like blood meridian too it's like i i need to be in an environment that it kind of suits the mood of the book like i can't read it on a subway i can't read it on my porch I need to be somewhere either with surrounded by sand or the sea, you know, the desert or the, or the ocean for the, for that book. And, uh, Moby Dick, probably the same. Like I need to be in a place that I smell and feel that environment. Yeah. Yeah. For me, that's, that's for me. It's a tough, it's a tough read, but yeah, the U S is fucking full of shit, but that's why. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to like, like monitoring culture and what is good and what's, what's passable and what is, you know, whatever against the, uh, Jesus Christ's cock. Number six, have you ever tried art therapy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For like the past 25 years, man. Yeah. (laughs) Do you, what's the other part of it? Do you you find that, do you find the practice of making art therapeutic in general? Yeah. You know, I, I got, I, I went to a place called the celebration barn. And I figured if it was in, I think it was in Vermont. And uh, I went to cool. mime, I went, I went to mime, to mime school. Dude. <laughs> You're 
getting worse. Yeah, but like, but like, I think it was like two weeks. I, th- I think it was two weeks. Okay. It, might, it might have been three weeks, but I okay. think it was, it was definitely at least two weeks, right? Can, can you so, describe this Tony, in mind? Tony, Tony Montana was a was or, no, Tony no, Tony Montana was Scarface. Was the boss. <laughs> no, you no, are no. making oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of this up. No, Scott, this is all made up. Did you like that? Uh, no. Tony, Tony, Tony Montanero, Tony Montanero, I'm sorry, Tony Montanero, right? So he was, he was, he was, he was, uh, he was a very, very famous mime. He, and he, he, he taught this class, but anyways, a lot of it was kind of like, it wasn't called art therapy, but a lot of it had this very therapeutic kind of, you know, using your body and moving your body and all. It was, it was pretty awesome, but I was also very, you know, young and and my mind was like you know this sounds like it's going down a different road <laughs> anyway jesus. anyway jesus christ <laughs> it was awesome it was one of the coolest things Tony I've ever done. But, uh, yeah. the mime so Here, here's my scene from scarface with tony montana the mime but yeah so david any art therapy any 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 <laughs> no no it should be <laughs> all right no any any art therapy okay. um no the, art, art art has been my therapeutic practice for, for since yeah. the since the beginning you know it was my it was my uh self-discovery period it was my you know coming to my own period it was getting through my first major heartbreaks getting through my first bout of what am i doing in my life it it has been my um my go to for a very long time, yeah. yeah. And it still is. It still is. Yeah, well, I mean, but, I think that's why we, why we do it. Yeah, art um, therapy. Like, no, I go to therapy where I talk to somebody and tell them my problems. I go to therapy, therapy. You know, and the art is part of it. But art is unfortunately, you know, uh, is not the only way to deal with things. And you know, I've found other outlets like cooking, and um exercise as uh necessary i don't know better or but definitely necessary to to use in tandem with art so the combination of cooking you know running and painting you know keeps me you know off the streets you know (laughs) let's just put it that way Asking, yeah, but people asking how much, or yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, you are just a sick boy today. Sick Ow. boy, okay. Number seven, does ritual play a role in your art making practice? Of course, Fuck no, yes. I look at, I, I look at, fucking, here's wait, the thing. wait, wait, start, what, what are we like, talking about? I'm so, confused, yeah, okay. okay. Well, I was thinking like you have to have some type of thing set up oh, a certain uh-huh. way or yeah. things. Uh, I don't know. That's the way I was thinking yes. about it. I was going to get to that side of like I look at it, it is like like blue collar, bro. Like just pick up the fucking tools, get yeah. to work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just, you know, <laughs> but I used to talk to this guy who like always acted like it was this. You know, thing, you know, <laughs> conjuring of the that the, I gotta the, like, yeah, I gotta get mood, into, man. Yeah. I gotta, I, you know, and it's like, dude, you're come on, man, yourself. it's fucking, you're, you, you, you're pushing, you're pushing dirt yeah, around yeah, to yeah, make yeah, something, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's all it yeah. is, you know, and like, you know, when, when you really get down to it, I'm not trying to take away from the creative process of making something, a lot much more goes that's into it, job. but at the end of the day, you're pushing dirt yes. around, and that's what a painting is, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, and, and 
uh, yeah. Well, so some I mean, people just, need some people really need to channel to center themselves to to empty their mind. Well, some people need to give themselves you know, false meaning for something. Or, 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 I mean, or I'm or being just, mean. Uh, yeah, you're you're being mean. That's my job to be mean. Okay. <laughs> and what what David is trying to say? Well, some people are so saying, fucking yeah. full of shit. That they need to blow so much smoke up their own ass to make them feel like their their work is pulled out of some deeper, meaningful place. But, Thank but you. What, on the other side of that, you know, devil's advocate, is some people do need to, you know, sort of channel, chant, or, or you really, like, don't want the mess and noise of the day to get into their work, so they have to shed it, yeah. right? And and, yeah. and, and and meditate and center themselves. That's fine. It has nothing to do with how I do my I work. That. Sometimes, you know, my most ritualistic behavior, you know, depends on what, what, you know, phase I'm working on in the studio. If I'm working in the wood shop, you know, I just prepare this and that and that. I get the certain tools ready. Blah, 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 table, or know. stare at the work, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, another ritual is like a, a rolling mm-hmm. a joint is a ritual. You know, for me, something about mm-hmm. that process, getting from this point to this point, and then I get elevated and then I get to work. But I don't really have like a have to, need to, and typical thing. You know, it's just about walking in the fucking room and seeing what grabs me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, I don't chant. I don't pray. I don't blow sage around with a fucking eagle's feather. I don't. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't call upon the chakras of my balls. I don't do any of this sort of stuff that people do. You should try that. Though. Well, I, I play with my balls and then I get to work. <laughs> no, come on, man. Can we edit that part out with the balls? <laughs> How many times can I say balls? It's too late. Know. Now it's all in the show. <laughs> say one more time. Balls. So okay, listen, <laughs> everybody's got their own fucking way of doing it. Everybody's got an opinion about everybody else's way. My opinion is I, I, I I'm not. It's, it's not, not a fucking. Honestly, whatever fucking, fucking works for you, yeah, man. If you're, if you're, whatever, if, whatever works yeah, for you. If you, if you, you know, wanted to like do your yoga and your yurt and 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 get that that Burning Man going, you know, whatever the fuck it is you're into, you know, go do it. Yeah, do it yeah. and make your shitty art. However you get there, you get there. <laughs> go make your shitty art. You fucking hippie fucker. Hey. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to go listen to some fish, bro. I can't listen to fish. It's terrible. I'm sorry, man. I don't fucking hate hippies, man. They're just stupid. All right. Number eight. I, I, and, and by the way, let me clear something out because I've said I hate hippies before and I've got people upset about that. Like, If anybody actually looked at you, they would think that you were probably a hippie, bro. <laughs> Between the between the straw hats you wear, uh, yeah, well, you know, and the fucking mm, beard, <laughs> a lot of those, you know, ideals and 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 behaviors, yeah, I'm I'm behind, but but like you guard, you garden, dude. I mean, you do everything. <laughs> Man, it's so hard. It's just it's just not the music. You just don't listen to really the music. All right, I do too, actually. But yeah, but anyways, you said you want to clear something yeah, up, about, but I about, cut you no, off. About about saying I hate hippies because I've said it to people and they 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 get this misconception about what I mean about hippies, and I don't mean people that like peace and blah 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 blah. blah. I think those, you know what I mean. You know what I mean mm-hmm. about fucking hating hippies. All right, yeah. all right. Number eight. I often feel I like the objects I create have a life of their own. Do you find that your artwork tends to take its own life after you've finished it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. For sure. 
mean, because it's like I look at this, uh, you're, you're, it's, it's this process, but then you're kind of giving it out to the world. And, and you know, like I always look at painting for me, hopefully a good painting becomes give and take where, where, you know, you're first giving it all you've got to get it going. And then, and, and, and then you hope and you pray that it gives back to you as you're working on it in order to kind of find the next steps that you need to take to take it to the next place that it needs to go, Ooh, you know, sure. whether it's, you know, <clears throat> yeah. So, so, and then I feel by, by doing that, it absolutely takes on a life of its own. And also it takes on a life of its own as well, because you, you, you put it into the world and then once other people start putting on their ideals of what the painting is means to them when they look yeah. at it or something yeah, else. It's, it's then, like residual oh, heat. Wow. It, you know, it's like something that, that carries residual heat. You put all this energy and heat into it and it just, then you send it off and it's still warm. If it's good, it still mm -hmm. stays warm, like forever, indefinitely warm. When something goes cold, that means maybe it's time to fucking trash it. But it, it, yeah, it's, it's a part, it's a part, hopefully it's a part of you and, uh, you know, part of your character it's like a uh a ch uh just a little snippet of 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 a person you a real person show <laughs> let's talk number nine hawkbaum oh, i don't like when questions start out this way is there any way to add extra beard hairs to my package when i order online store <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it depends. If I'm wearing it up in a fucking thing, then no. But usually, you know, if I let this thing down, it, there's hair is yeah. going to get. There's, there's a lot that can get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, what do you want more of my hair? If pay, you, uh, Brian, if you want to pay a little extra, he'll he'll make sure you get some extra beer yeah. here in there for you. Yeah. Fuck it. In the day. Fuck it, man. I'll yeah. load that box with hair if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Number ten. I've listened to Gimme Babble twice through and I'm st starting around. Should I seek professional help? Oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> you got a problem, but that's fucking What's awesome. What's the matter with you? Dude, that, that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Somebody likes you us. You don't need professional help. Really we like got professional help. We're here for you. Don't you know? Yeah. This is your yeah. professional fucking help right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start exactly. asking more questions about things you need help with in your life, buddy. We need to start becoming more regular for Brian. Yeah, I Brian, think. if you're listening right now, you better fucking get on that computer and start writing some more questions. And I want to get deep into it, man. I want to know. I want to know what makes you tick. Okay. <laughs> Number 11. Other. You might want to run right under another suit of them. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'll, I'll sniff you out. <laughs> Number 11. Are there any childhood games or play that you engaged in that you see reflected in your work now? Or just any interesting things that you used to do. For example, I would construct small cities made of mud and stone, walls and sticks and roofs, and would also conduct archaeological digs. I get that. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, 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 I did that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just I, you know, I mean, this is very, very vague and very open. But anything I did as a kid, because it, like it's all had to do with imagination. You know, I was literally believing that there was a giant dragon in front of me with that. You know, toilet paper, I mean, the fucking paper towel cylinder as I was using as a sword to fucking slay that dragon or whatever it was. You know what I mean? It was like that shit is all imagination. And that comes down to what exactly work is, you know, if you're not if you're not. Well, even if you're painting a fucking bowl of fruit or some still life shit or whatever, it's still there's still amount of imagination that comes into that. But, you know, but is there but something it, but, is, but, yeah. anything specific, yeah. anything that you can like target? Yeah. 
Not really. I mean, just just building things, you know, building forts and, and, and that, you know, constructing, you know, like Brian was saying, building like little stick houses out of mud and sticks mm -hmm. and, and, and that. What about stories? Did, 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 did your parents like read you a lot of stories as a kid, like fairy tales and stuff like uh I don't want to throw my mother under the bus or anything, but I, I, I don't really recall too many <laughs> stories. Because well, your, I mean, your work is thing, very narrative. Like when, yeah. I, when, I, when your, your paintings yeah. are My stories narrative. were more about like, you know, when I started getting into watching, you know, t like, you know, movies and stuff yeah. like that. But, that, you know, I think that's where I get my narrative from. That's a big from. childhood, you know, thing. Watching TV. I watched a lot of fucking TV as a kid. Yeah. That's for sure. Age of TV, baby. Back when TV had, yeah, you actually, eleven of you know, them. Back when you actually had to get off the couch yeah. to turn eleven to. fucking, and whatever. Uh, so but, yeah, how about you though? Yeah, know, like man. yeah, just not not specific things. Like a lot of um, a lot of my work is is very much um, exploring my childhood. So from the the tributes to the Babel by you know Peter Bruegel who was like the first mm -hmm. artist I ever like came online that recognized as an artwork and uh, which I'm obsessed with now so that makes a lot of sense in that aspect and also uh, Richard Scarry's books for kids I find is a huge sort of reflection of the, the, a lot of the work I do now with the, these cities and and buildings and colors and that that like oversaturated complex layers of, of towns and stuff like that. And um, uh, I keep going back to actual locations of my childhood and photographing them. You know, when I, I was just mm -hmm. visiting my parents this weekend, I was walking through the park again, taking photographs to put together this video of all these places I shot over the past, you know, uh, 15 years. And in this park, I've been going for, you know, over 25 years at mm -hmm. least, let's see, I'm from 47, oh God, more than, sorry. I've been going there for over 40 years, <laughs> you know? For over 40 years? Over 40 years? years, I've been going to this park, you know, because as a child, I would go there with my parents walking the dogs. You know, as a teenager, we, I'd go there drinking beers and making videos with my friends at night. And then as a, you know, art student, I was going there and photographing the landscape. And as an adult, I've been photographing my niece there. So a lot of my work is really rooted in my childhood, um, you know, reflecting back on, on locations mm. of my childhood. So that practice is directly happening, you know. And when I was walking yeah. down, you know, was walking there last week, I bumped into some guys, like an older gentleman who's opposite direction and he asked me he's like are you a bird watcher because i was carrying my tripod with my camera i'm like uh i, I watch the birds but I'm all around nature lover you know and we started talking and he's like yeah i haven't i i'm getting old and i have to start work, walking around more i'm getting old and fat so i haven't been here in like 20 years i'm like wow i'm oh, like wow. i've been coming here you know for you know 30 years photographing the place so you know not much has changed a lot of it's a little eroded away but you know when we talked about where the farmhouse used to be and now it's like a parking lot and all this sort of stuff but um yeah it was uh it it was it was it made me think more about like you know the, the passage of time of course mm -hmm. but uh mm -hmm. yeah so that that answers that question right there boom yes it happens it happens every fucking day in the studio 
Okie dokie, number 12. You've talked before about representing yourselves as female in your work. I also usually represent myself as female in my figurative work. Do you think it is because there are emotions that are culturally unacceptable for men to have, and so they are difficult to express through the masculine? Is it cathartic to be able to have an outlet for emotions that you don't feel are socially acceptable for men to have or express? I don't know. Interesting. That, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting way to look like like to think about sure. it, but yeah, maybe exactly. resonate with me a lot. I also do, you know, identify with the female a lot stronger. I grew up, you know, my father wasn't always around. He he spent a lot of time like living elsewhere, and I, my mom uh, spent a good deal raising us. And I have a sister. And we were both very much mama's boys. Yeah, I'm very much a mother's boy. And uh, mother's boy. That sounds worse when you say mother's boy. Mother's boy. (laughs) I'm a mama's boy. Mother's bone. Yeah, mama's boy. Mother's milk. Mother's bone. Jesus Christ. This this show is terrible. Okay. Well, Mark's Mothersboro. Like from Devo. Oh, that's it. That's it. Not about. Yeah, exactly. Okay. (laughs) I I grew up with Mark's Mothersboro. Mark Mothersboro's mother's milk. I... No, I had a sister and a mom, you know, so I grew up around women, I identify with women. I always liked things that were maybe considered not feminine, but not macho. I didn't play sports. I liked to draw. I play with toys, stuffed animals and stuff. So I was always kind of like, I guess, socially treated as, I don't know, sissy? I don't know what the right word is to use today because so many of the words we used back then I don't are, think are not that, I don't, there. But, I but mean, maybe and I'm talking about like in the, the grand scope of things, not like while I see it. You know, I saw myself mm-hmm, as, you know, sensitive and emotional. And I think that tends to, 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 to reflect in a female persona more commonly. I don't know if that's why I wound up photographing women. I also think photographing women happened because I'm a man and I love and I love women well, and, it's, and I'm, beautiful. And I'm attracted to women. No. The same yeah, reason yeah. why, you know, you know, uh, not not I don't, not to compare to anything else, but you know, you 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 what some things that you're attracted to or or or, or drawn to, you uh, find they are, they become your muse and inspiration. And for me, it's it's always been women as the center yeah. of beauty and life. You know, from the, from the genesis of life to what drives me to you know be to feel. Uh, elated to feel, you know, attracted to. So that's a big part of it. Plus, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to look at a lot of dicks when I'm doing my work too. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't think that it matters so much. I've done a bunch of work with men. There's, it's, there's nothing too complex about it. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just what I enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Without getting to now, we can do like the censored stuff that won't be on the uh, podcast about what. No, okay. Number thirteen. <laughs> my worst blackout moment was when I woke up in the hospital, strapped to a bed, and getting my stomach pumped because someone told me I was drinking acetone for some reason. I wasn't. It was whiskey. What was the worst blackout moment? Do you care to share? Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Oh. Yeah. Uh, not really. How could you remember blackout? blackout? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I have a blackout story. Exactly. I have a blackout story. I do. <laughs> All right. I'll let, take it away. It was about 1995, 
94, 94, 95, probably 95. And um, I was visiting. I was visiting Boston. I finished school in Boston in 1995, and I then came back to visit my friend who was graduating from Emerson. I went to his graduation party, his house in Framingham, and oh you know, with the whole family and everything. And open bar was great. And then we decided we're going to go for the night. We're going to drive into uh, his sister's going to drive us into Boston. You know, we're going to go to a couple parties. Let's go party. You know, I've only been out of Boston a few months, so it still felt like, you know, like, yeah, let's go with the fucking uh, the party. By the time we by the time we got like, you know, in the car and going, I was already drunk. And from this point, I have very faint memories and the rest has been related to me. OK, at some point, And I remember right before this happened, but I don't remember it happening. I reached out of the drop, moving vehicle on the highway or the road or whatever, passing a, one of those yellow tea buses, took a ball of whiskey and smashed it against the side of the bus while we're driving down the road, like yelling and screaming, like, yeah, right. We get, and then the next part we, I remember going to this party in Fort Point Channel, somewhere off Congress street, off to the side, which are now all these condos where the, the, the new modern art museum is. I was probably living there fucking when you were there. You might have. <laughs> like, if, tell me if you remember somebody doing what I'm about to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Went to a party at somebody's loft, and, you know, back in the, when it was a fucking full-on loft. That was my place. Yeah. No, just joking. How fucking crazy was that? I been? don't know. <laughs> we went to a party, and we're hanging out, and I remember the guy playing guitar, like a guy playing acoustic guitar, and I totally pulled a fucking, like, Animal House move. I grabbed the guy's guitar and I smashed the acoustic guitar. And we, and we had to leave the party um, post I, I, I wonder why. Like, really quickly, I remember, you know, being told to ushered out of this party very fast because some guy was, like, playing some acoustic guitar and I was, like, wasted, blackout drunk, took the guy's guitar and smashed it. And uh, that was my blackout. Now, this, you know, a lot of it is hearsay. Sounds like, that sounds like the Silver Fox. <laughs> it, it sounds like something Mark would do, right? I, I was a lot, let me, let me just, uh, you know, put in perspective. I was a lot more wild in my youth than I am today. Mm-hmm. I do like to get loose. Don't hide it, divide it. I will do anything that you're doing. I'm ready to party and have a good time. But nothing compared to, like, back in the 90s and the... Lower half of the 2000s, back when half of you were getting born. <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> and David, that's what you need to do if you want to be a fucking artist. You got to go through this shit, all right? Go get fucked up, smash somebody's shit up, get, just survive. <laughs> the only thing is, you got to do, which I can't give you fucking a free passes, you got to survive. You got to stay alive. I managed to somehow. I do have a few things, some achy bones, a couple of, a couple of things that you know, not too proud of that I did, but uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty surprising that we did make it through it. Yeah, all. so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So funny thing is, I'm more worried about surviving than ever. Like, and now I lead a pretty, you know, safe. Of course, because life. you're because you're elderly. Whoa! <laughs> Wait a second. Do you even know? Ah, well, you're, you're younger, so yeah, whatever. I'm elderly. 
<laughs> no, but as we get older, seriously though, truthfully, we yeah, of course, you know, you start thinking a lot much more about your mortality, you know, than you ever have before. Yeah, no more fun, no more fucking fun. Okay, number fourteen. This is the question that outranks cereal as the longest question email ever. Cereal, <laughs> you have been put on notice. Question fourteen. <laughs> I feel like my tools have their own personality, especially the ones I've made myself. I find that I choose certain tools because we communicate well. He puts in quotes. Do you ever feel that way about your tools or any other items? Do you feel like your tools can develop their own personalities? Or have you ever felt an adverse to certain tools, like one that is more expensive but doesn't feel right? That's funny. That's a lot like Graham's question about Yeah, that. yeah, so, yeah. But, um, yeah, so. It's hard for me because I get, like, like you know, I can't grow too attached to mm-hmm. anything really because it, 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 you know, the brushes get ruined mm-hmm. before, you know, and mainly I mainly work with brushes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, those are the tools other than the paints and stuff, but it's, you know, the relationships can't really grow too much because the, the, the brush is gone within one painting. It's like you know? a dog, you know, you can fall in love with that dog, but you know, in 12 years, it thinks you're going to have to be <laughs> fucking burying that fucker in the backyard. So, yeah, so yeah. sorry. These go a little bit quicker. Yeah, well, you know, when I find when I'm working, sometimes, like, if I'm doing a certain project and I need that one special brush, you know, and you recognize that brush in the can around the other brushes and you go right for it, you know, that's that's like, hey, there's uh, Johnny Boy, you know, you know, good old, good good old, you know, good old whatever, Larry McBurger Fox. You know what? You know what? I will say this. (laughs) My easel and my table. Yeah. Those, those, those are the are two. Pals. Because those are the ones that I always, you know, I have, I have, a, I have you know, mm-hmm. a, a, about three other easels, mm-hmm. but I only really use this one, you yeah. know, when I, when I paint in the studio. So, and I've had it for uh, over 20 years now or something, you know, and then, uh, and then, you know, my palette mm-hmm. and like my, my little table setup because they're, they're what I always rely on and uh, and they're always there every painting after every painting. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean the same way I get yeah. attached to certain things in, in like a, my favorite cooking pan and cooking pot. Yeah, you know I, from my favorite spoon or you yeah. know I have a favorite spoon. I do. It's a really big spoon. I love eating with this spoon. Big ladle. It, it, ladle. It's, you know, it's a silver spoon. It's it's not deep like a ladle. It, it's okay. kind of a shallow spoon, but it's very big. And I found it in in the forest, it, uh, at an abandoned uh, campsite in the up in the uh, mountains. Oh, really? Yeah, like what uh, lake that I photographed Lola, uh, Lola at. Remember Holly's ex girlfriend spinning in the water? Uh, the, okay. This, so did you have this at Second Avenue? I did. I did. A, I did. Yeah. And uh, I have okay. it now, and I still I love that spoon. It's just a giant spoon. It's great for eating rice dishes with anything like that. You know, it's just a big fucking spoon. Yeah, and yeah. I and I like that I found it, you know, in the woods. Eh, yeah, fun. Anyway, stuff like that. I don't I don't have names for them, but uh, you know, their characters. I don't think about it, but I'm sure that you know they. My head is coming up with some shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, the ones that don't feel right, you know, they they go in the garbage. They, they, they're gone. They wind up in a drawer in the garbage, like you said. You know, yeah. they don't they don't last. Okay, baby. Wow, 14. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to do 14 questions every time. Yeah, thank you very much, Brian. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, we do appreciate that. And um, 
now that we've gotten to know one another, the three of us, uh, you could start sending us more personal and embarrassing questions. And we will <laughs> help you sort out everything in your life ever. Moving on, because great. we've got more questions. Here's another um, brand wow, new writer. Do, huh? Brand new, brand new. Eva. Eva Nik- Nikunin. Eva Nikunin. I know Eva. I am mispronouncing your name, Eva Nikunin. Nikunin. Yeah. I know Eva. Yeah. I know Eva's work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, David. Eva David. is an Australia. I want to say Australia. I think. Australia? And yeah, I think so. And she's got amazing, amazing work. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. I have to, I, I have anyway. to do some uh, back research. I, I, I know her. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Sorry, Eva. <laughs> Good to see you. Never, but for the first time in ever, never uh, land. Uh, okay. Hello, Dave. You, you sure she's Australian? I, 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 I think so. Uh, you know what? Let's not say. <laughs> I don't know, Eva. Eva from Australia. <laughs> I think you are. Hello, David. David, crikey. I want to say thanks for this inspirational episode. Danielle, do you no, do that to poor Eva. Okay. Hello, David and David. <laughs> I wanted to say thanks so much for the inspirational episode with Danielle De Picciato and uh, Alexander Hackey. It was fantastic. You're welcome. And it's no surprise because those two fuckers are... Brilliant people. I'm not surprised that that episode came out good. Oh, oh my God! It was a great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those was great. It was great. I mean, those guys are amazing. I'm sorry. Just, just, just what? One contraction. Finland. Finland. That's a yeah. very. I don't, I don't know why it's an different part of the why. world. I don't. I must. Have, I must have had Graham on my mind or something. All right. Here, I, well, Graham's from England. Um, I know. Deep backwards. All right. Here we go. Sorry, Let's go with the Finnish accent. I don't, <laughs> no, no, I don't, don't know accent. Finnish <laughs> accent. You guys, it's similar to Swedish, and it's it's like, oh, I can't do it. Eva, forgive us. On with your questions. One of my favorite episodes, she says, was a conversation with Pamela Wilson you had last year. Another fucking awesome mm-hmm. time. It would be so interesting to have Pamela back on the show and talk about what's changed since her last interview with you. When you talked a lot about transition and, and Patriots block. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe we'll get her back on the show. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know if we're going to even be here next week. We don't know if we're ever going to even edit this episode. This yeah. one might wind up in the fucking closet with the others. All right. I also have a question for Q&A. What, you guys have to say, buddy? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I say those those are the other ones inside the closet going. Let me out. Okay. Well, the other episodes. No, we can't because then it's too right. redundant. Okay. If you could time travel to any city in the world at any point in history and spend a month there to explore the surroundings and take inspiration, where would you go? Oh. These kind of questions you can't think too hard about. It's it's oh, no, got to no, be no, a no, gut, no, no, no. like a gut, a oh. gut. Reaction. I'm going. I'm going to fucking Medici times Tuscany. I want to go to Italy. I want to be hanging out yeah. when these fuckers were fighting in the streets with swords, and that's how like the law of the land. <laughs> you want to go duel somebody? No, just like don't you know? If you disrespect, you know, there's a sword fight. You know, back yeah. back when you know the artists were badass, 
but they weren't like all macho. No, they were just like, you know, stabbing each other with swords. And then like, ah, that was a pirate. But um, then they're like, hey, que cazzo. And then they would go to the studio and like paint this beautiful picture. And like, I want to learn yeah. about science. Uh, and then they would do Cal- like science stuff. You know, in, in the, in, yeah, in those times. Stabs yeah, when they were like yeah. learning under other artists and like that, that, that time when, you know, there was the master and the students and the sword fights and, and, and the food and the sex. Mm. <laughs> I want to go. It sounds like I want to go to a Renaissance fair. You know? No, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's. Uh, I want. I, I'm interested in medieval too, like the like the yeah. days of the knights, like King Arthur's court kind of stuff, like chivalry uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and the times yeah, of yeah, chivalry, yeah, yeah, all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. Knights of the Round Table, yeah, and, and, and dark, and damp castles, and and yeah. and feasts, and not Game of Thrones, all that shit. I'm like into like. King Arthur and, and, and the Real. Holy Grail and stuff. Yeah. Even though King yeah, Arthur's, you know, it's just stories about, the, you know, the fantasies of the and stuff. But. Or is it? Well, I want to go medieval. I want to see the disgusting medieval, medieval vid- villages. Yeah. But I don't want to come back with the dysentery I, or with the... With the black yeah, plague. I, I, I want to be, like, immune. <laughs> I, I want to be able to, like, as a, as a, as a get, like, if I, if I have to spend a month, would I last a month or would I die of, like, you know, dysentery mm-hmm. really quickly? It sounds kind of grotesque, but I want to see that grotesque period. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, Dark I think ages. I would either, either either like Sumer or like or like the Egyptian, um, you know, time frame would be oh, amazing. Yeah. But like going to going to Sumer would be like the Sumerian culture, mm-hmm. like where fucking religion was kind of birthed, mm-hmm. and like every religion that we know today is based off of that fucking religion. And and just to see these vast, huge kingdom that they built and everything, mm-hmm. that would be pretty, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And that, um, uh, or 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 Egypt, you know, mm-hmm. going to going to see them building the. Or like right after they built the pyramids mm. to see what they actually look yeah, like. Yeah, so you, you know? didn't wind up like showing up and spend the whole month <laughs> yeah, like, like as a slave. Oh, no, I don't want to move in the no It's like yeah. welcome for the next month. You're going to be fucking lugging stones, <laughs> rolling stones, or else seeing these alien ships that are actually building. Yeah, okay. You put out, put out another one of your fucking podcasts. You know, who knows? Yeah, you know. <laughs> But yeah, who knows? But yeah, I think those two places or I like to, you know, I'm just going all yeah, over the sure. map. Or I'd like to be like you and go into like just the dark medieval ages mm. and fucking, you know, yeah, I, 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 everybody covered in mud and castles and, you know, you know, but I, I wouldn't want to be in it. I didn't want to be able to like look from a bird's eye view. You know what I, I mean? I, like I, I wouldn't want to because I wouldn't want to get involved in no battles it must and fucking terrible. lose limbs. It must have smelled awful. Oh, you know? God, I know. Yeah. Well, you know what? Everybody oh, defecating everywhere. Another place I'd like to go back to Japan, the, 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 in the time of the floating world, you know, oh with, I don't know, little not brothels, but little bars and 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 food places and just like romantic ethereal spots. I don't know. Opiate I, dens. Uh, yeah, and it's in China. I, I, yeah, stuff. but I want to visit the floating world of Japan back in the day of like the traveling, wandering samurai and um, and uh, yeah, and medieval shit. I like to go to Egypt, yeah. but only with you. I want to go to Egypt with you. That'd be fun. 
ancient. Yeah. Me and you would totally get fucked, though. We'd be like, yeah, well, <laughs> they'd catch well, us. The first thing be... they'd pull me and be like, ah, <laughs> well, here's a Jew. Take this Jew and, and throw him over there. And this tall guy, he's going to be, you're going to be like the fucking court jester, whatever they had, <laughs> the equivalent of the court jester over there. <laughs> Like, this is bullshit. I want to go back to the Black Plague. <laughs> and going back to fucking the plague. I can't deal with this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just let me get bit by a rat, please. Jesus Christ. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing some early colonial Americans, too, and being like, okay, all this, all this yeah. book reading shit, I want to hear. I want to see for real what happened because I don't believe these history books are full of shit. You know, imagine coming to Boston when Boston was just being built and, you know, like a little bit of that. Yeah. And even earlier, I want to like when the these ancient, you know, tribes are traveling across the strait from from Russia over through oh, Alaska down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on a little on. bit of everything, yeah. man. I'm sorry. But yeah. she's, I know it's hard to pick this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a tough one. Plus, then mm-hmm. I want to I want to go to Atlantis. I want to go to. The Mars colony in 300 years. Um, <laughs> Into the future. I want to. I want to just do a quick jump to. Do you believe Atlantis was a real place? No, maybe. Maybe no? it was. Maybe it was. And, and I don't yeah, think it I was. Mean, but it, you know, obviously, it look, got, at, look it, at Bahamas. Know. What just happened yesterday? Exactly. You know, yeah. underwater. No, actually, I have no idea what just happened yeah, yesterday. The, and I. Oh my god. Oh man, the hurricane blew right over. It, it like sat on the Bahamas for a while, and just. Um, just you know, submerge all the way by the paddy wagons. Fuck them, suck them. All right, so we travel through time with Eva. Yeah. Thank you, Eva. Thanks, Eva. Yay! We got a new writer, a new a new person yeah. writing in. Eva, keep sending more questions and uh, suggestions because you know we have trouble thinking on our own. Wow, that's an old one too. That's July fourteenth. Yeah. Woo. Well, I hope you had a good summer, Eva. Yeah. Because it's time to get back to work. <laughs> All right, here we go. Bump, 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 bump. Uh, wait a second. Where did I see another question? There we go. Caleb. Good old Caleb's got our last question here. Boom. Caleb Osgood. All's good. Caleb. Good old little Caleb who came to our open studio. Mm-hmm. And was so small and so sweet. What a what a, what a nice kid. He was awesome. And he hung out with the long run with Daniel. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey. Stayed for the late the the, the after hang. Hung tough. Hey, he hung mm-hmm. tough, and then then he cruised off and was on his way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. a class act. That's a class act. When you, that's another thing that for you, Lexi. You know, people that you meet along the way, that you know who who know how to exit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who 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 know the right time to leave yeah. and the and the right time to stay? Read the room, yeah. baby. Read the room. Okay. Yeah. Hey, David's. I've been missing the soothing sounds of your voices, <laughs> <coughs> and and as such, figured it'd probably be time for some questions. Not sure how else to get you two out from under your rocks. <laughs> Listen, buddy. Let's once again let's clear things up. Let's, let, let's clear the air here. David and I have not been under a rock. We've been working, okay? And this is another lesson for you fucking young artists out there. Stop with the fucking internet and get to work. Stop with the socializing bullshit and get to work. Because the more you don't work, the more you're going to get surpassed by somebody else and you're going to suck. So 
And then, then also the more your work's not going to grow. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can stop. every yeah. painting you do makes the next better painting. Oh, well, yeah. well, I appreciate your concern for us, but we have not been under rocks. We're just working, 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 living our lives just like you. Okay. We're just like you. <laughs> Question number one, Mr. Stupakis. I'm off the hook for this one. What is your deal? No, Mr. Stupakis, do, <laughs> do all of the figures you paint reside in the same world or universe, or do you consider them all independent of each other? No, they definitely resolve within the same universe, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the whole thing, like, you know, within the last, I don't know, when I started thinking about it, but you're just building a world, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what I feel like. We all do within our work, you know, whether or not we have excursions and people are time traveling to other places with their work as they're going or whatever and building multiple worlds. I don't know. But for me, I feel like I'm just trying to build one universe mm. and that. So, yeah, they all live in there. I mean, I feel that the older work is definitely a lot different than the newer work that I do now. So that definitely has a feel more like a separation. But, um, you know. But I think that was just because of, you know, growth and where I was at the what, time. What a topsy-turvy yeah. world. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad I don't live there because I don't understand the laws of physics of your world. I, 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 it doesn't make – A lot of things floating. Yes, and, I'm, I'd be like, yeah. what the fuck? Like trying to make some eggs and yeah. I can't. Yeah. Uh, my, my hair yeah. is on fire and I'm floating. <laughs> What's yeah. happening to me? But yeah. And I'm not burning, or am I burning? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Number two. I don't know much about that time period, so what is your guy's favorite goldmine shithouse memory? Oh, jeez. I was there for a lot of it, but goldmine shithouse was David, Colin, and Travis. That was the main core yeah, of the shithouse. Yeah, I mean, we, we, so. we were, like, the, the embodiment of the, of the thing, but the goldmine shithouse was... In my opinion, because everybody's got their own, you know, take on it, mm-hmm. which was part of what the shithouse was. It was a collaboration group. And the same way that I can't make a move without support of friends and 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 helpers along the way, Go My Shithouse was an, uh, an event that happened that required the energy of everybody around, including our close friends that helped create the excitement of the, of the events. So... There are the three core members, and then there are the honorary members, like Eduardo Benedetto, absolute goldmine shithouser. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, Matt Martin. You know, there's all the uh, murder baby folks. You know, mm-hmm. that's very much goldmine shithouse like thing too. There's David Stupakis. There's Marcus Poston. There's all these other people who are part of it. But you know, I get what, I get what you're being. But that, that, it, it's kind of abstract in that way. Anyway, favorite memory impossible to say so fucking many and at different levels like my favorite art show favorite piece of art the favorite residency we've done the favorite trip the favorite experience outside of the show because of the shithouse you know there are so many fucking good memories that i cannot pinpoint a favorite one absolutely cannot my favorite my my favorite memory is just because it was really weird how it how it happened I was gonna think. I was gonna. I was gonna say something else at first, but my favorite memory is that you guys did an artist residency at Jesus Christ. What's his name? Uh, the guy. The guy who uh, Shepherd Ferry. So you guys did a residency at at, at his studio or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? 
That was fun. And that, that was fucking and fun. And I went to California for a job. Yeah. Uh, for a meeting yeah. for, for, for like, I, like I literally flew in that day and had to fly, fly out the same yeah. day. So I went to, flew to California for a meeting yeah. and that, and I got to surprise these guys because, <laughs> uh, uh, they happened to have their opening that same day that I was there. So I ended up popping over and you got, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, I know it's crazy, right? <laughs> that was a crazy residency. Man. And that then I was a... there for like literally an hour and then I had to jump back in the cab yeah. and go to the airport. You yeah. know, <laughs> that was an amazing show. You know, that like each one of the residencies were fantastic. And they're like, because they lasted anywhere from five to 14 day residencies, you know, each one's like a, an epic, you know, or like a story behind it from the location to the people yeah. we met, to the art we made, to the weird things that have happened because the doors were open during the whole time. So people always in and out. That particular residency was in Shepherd's like um, he had like a garage loft that was run by a guy named Dave Reynolds was sort of like the manager, but he was like, whatever. And it was like a giant skate ramp inside there. And it was just a fucking, That's right. it was just a, a like, a freak show scene, you know, like a clubhouse. Yeah, it was, it was a lot like, like yeah, it was totally like a clubhouse. It was like, what was that? Um, that that TV show, the, the after school special, like uh, Over the Edge. Remember that TV oh, show? I was about to say Reading Rainbows. No, 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 no. <laughs> Remember there was a TV show with like kids in Arizona who were like doing drugs and stuff, and then they locked all the parents in the school and set it on fire. They had like a they no, had like, I, I don't look know. up over the edge. That. It's like a 70, 70s okay. TV show. It was kind of like a clubhouse, a meeting spot where you know the freaks and skaters and and weirdos, and and all down this block, you know, were other lofts where they were shooting porn down the street. You know, so people were coming and going during our t-shirt parties. One lady was like, "That was the first experience." It was like silk screen my tits. You know, it was like that <laughs> experience, and we're like. Uh, like grossed out and fascinated okay, at the same time. Well, she was disgusting, but she had enormous fake tits and it was challenging because you can't wrap a screen around tits. So it was fun, educational. And, um, we made a lot of new friends and it was an incredible experience. I, I, you know, the, there were in, in, in a lot of details I won't get into because, you know, it's, changing the but that was to protect the yeah names. yeah pretty but, much but there was there, i mean there was tons of those i mean oh, yeah. you know whether you guys were over in europe or you were in san francisco mm. or you were you know yeah here 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 in manhattan or whatever yeah know. it would be easier for me to like pinpoint my favorite time from or at second avenue all yeah. the friggin' silk screen parties and just hangs yeah. and you know, that's right. i guess yeah my favorite period was like you know 2000 and Two through two thousand and seven. Yeah, yeah. After that, I think there was a couple, maybe two thousand eight or nine. What the entire thing? Every single one of the the shows that we did were fucking awesome. Like, not saying oh, our work was awesome, mm-hmm. which it was. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the experiences, are like unforgettable, priceless stuff. Fucking amazing. Okay. Wow, that, Number three. wow, that's a lot of questions from him, too. When working, do you, either of you ever get trapped in your artwork and find it hard to escape back to reality? No. No. I could snap in and out of it. I mean. I have, I have a hard time leaving what I'm working on, for sure, because I need to get to a certain place before I can call it, you know, call it done uh, for that session. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But, I have a harder time snapping that, out no. of reality and getting to work. You know, that's that's <laughs> yeah, a bigger yeah. challenge for me these days. But I've never had that problem. You know, my work, it's an audio a lot of my work and how I approach art 
and how I started from the get-go and to now is like there's very little, you know, distinction between, you know, my life and my art. You know, how I do yeah. everything. One big yeah. blend. When I when I approach any sort of task, I, I, I it, it's always fucking me doing it. You know, great. Also, too, I mean, I'm never really leaving nowadays the work because I'm always doing something. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm always home. I hardly ever leave my house mm. and I'm always working on something. Yeah, my head's always So there. whether it's music or it's painting or it's, you know, I got into fucking around with video lately, you know, so it's just I'm always doing something. Yeah. So in that I don't, I, either either I have a, too much trouble snapping out of reality or I'm never in reality. So no, no yeah, problems. Yeah. Either way, who gives a fuck? I'm just doing my shit my way and that's it. Because even when I'm not working, it's like you're daydreaming yeah. or some shit. <laughs> so about, about something. Plotting something. Yeah. 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 Whether it's the painting. Number or four. Whatever. It's like a long one. Number four. I'm about to start self-schooling myself in the ways of oil painting. Mm. Mm. I have opinions about that. I've got hundreds of these little plastic trays that I'm going to gesso up and make a bunch of things on. Going to practice shapes, getting values right, painting different materials. I'll do some live painting as well. I like your attitude, man. It's fucking gung ho. I love it. See, this is the thing about Caleb. He's 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 got he's right there. Like I experimentation. He's that young energy, you know, like you know, fearless, challenging deathless, himself, naive, yeah. poor son of a bitch who's going to face the realities of life down the road, <laughs> but not not now. That's good. I envy that. It's like I want to drain his essence like a fucking Skeksy and just like, oh, Caleb, I can paint and experiment again. Make peace. All right. Painting different. My question is, do either of you have tips or suggestions on things to practice or keep in mind while training myself this way? <coughs> I'm really trying to get the fundamentals down so I can learn how to break the rules while still allowing things to visually make sense. This is boring as fuck, right, Caleb? But like <laughs> paint, painting, painting, painting just in gray tones. So like, like, well, like mm. just, just white and black. Mm. Right. And then you mix your mid tones and that and painting, uh, sphere, like, like setting up like a white styrofoam ball on white paper, lighting it, shooting it, or just painting it as a still life and looking at it and playing with those values or doing that with like a, like a white square mm. or doing that with like a white cone and so on and so forth. And like, I try to, the law, I mean, this is back in the, the, the 90s, but I was like teaching a class, you know, and this was one of the things that I brought into the class that I was teaching and everybody fucking hated it and they hate it for me for bringing it in. But here's the thing. When you when you do that stuff and you learn those values and with such a simple, simple thing, mm. you end up, under, you know, you, you you can contribute that to everything else. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that cone with the values you're getting from a cone, depending on how you're lighting it, becomes the bridge of somebody's yeah. nose. Yeah, it's and, like and, learning and, the scales you know, so on, so on so the forth. piano. You learn scales and then you, and then exactly. you, can, you know, learn, uh, you know, chords. And, and that's how things become to be not flat and become to be three dimensional. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and you really understand how, how lighting works mm -hmm. and how lighting wraps around something. So that way, when you do get into painting a portrait and painting something so much more complicated, mm -hmm. where you're dealing with all these different planes and different and different levels of 
of, of things that happen with when light hits it. N- and never mind when you fucking don't even think about color, mm-hmm. you know, because when you throw color yeah. into it, then that becomes a whole other oh, world. Yeah. Because then you, you start, you know, so, so, um, the color theory you know, and color. When you break it down to that, yeah, when you break it down to the, the simple things, you start growing from that aspect mm-hmm. of it. As boring as fuck as it is, that's the shit that I feel will help you grow really fast in. Understanding how values work, totally. lighting and, works. Yeah, and if you're going to insist on, on so, self, so, uh, if you're going to uh, insist on self teaching yourself and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, try if you can, if you're able to have access to other pe- friends who are artists, and and collaborate yeah. with them because it it a lot of times you know as an artist and you're learning, you get set in your head how you approach materials, seeing how people approach materials. Like not just watching them, but working on pieces with them on the same piece where there are no mm-hmm. rules. Like you'll paint your painting on top of my painting. No, mix the two together. Combine them. Don't don't make it so like yeah. you can determine this is my painting. This is their painting on one piece. No, it should be like indecipherable who did what. But Harmony. but but yeah. by watching and working with other artists, you you can sort of escape that in your own headness and cheat. That um, that part of your brain that can't see outside of the box, you know, yeah, and that yeah. it's it's an important tool to pick up, and then you'll be able to sort of see through other people's eyes when you're working your painting. That's how I learned a lot um, by working collaboratively over and over and over, and then eventually it's like it's almost like what would Jesus do? Oh, what would Travis do? What would Colin do? Or you know, and then it becomes yeah. like a second nature kind of thing, yeah. and you learn a lot that way, and you break. Rules you break personal boundaries and rules that way that you pick up because you do pick up rules whether it's shading or value or or perspective and those are rules that you stick with because they work but sometimes you need a little push over the edge and working collaboratively could really help open those doors so do um do painting parties with your friends building up you know building up Mm -hmm. to break it down again to build up again to break it down again to build up and And do that over and over again take 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 the tools that work with you yeah filter through take that i take that i don't need that don't need that but throw painting parties Uh, the whole collaborative thing started with uh just doing a a, like on the weekends because weekends suck we would get together every um, uh, Saturday night and do do an art night. So maybe instead of like a poker night or, you know, whatever, taco night, have a night where you and your friends get together. Everyone has sketchbooks and you just pass the sketchbooks around, do a little drawing, pass it around with no rules. Doesn't matter if someone X's out what you've done or doesn't like it. It doesn't matter. It's, it's art. It's free. Just by learning people working on top of each other's s- stuff. And it could you don't have to have three painters. You got a painter, sculptor, filmmaker. It doesn't matter. The, the more diverse, the better. And and mm-hmm. and watch how you work with other people's work and how other people work with yours, and you will learn quicker. It will speed that process up. And mm-hmm. uh, I find yeah, that to be definitely. helpful. That's what and we live in the best time right now as well. Like I wish because I'm. I'm a self-taught painter, yeah. you know, when it, when it comes to painting and that, and I wish I lived in the world that we lived in now where before, you know, I would, you know, just examine going, going to, uh, the MFA and going, looking at paintings or whatever, or, you know, picking up books on painting mm-hmm. and that, and, and trying to discover how to do stuff sure. and, and that. But now we're, uh, we got fucking YouTube where people are giving demonstrations of showing you how to, sure. you know, but that's paint the a portrait skill. or paint this. That, that's like that. the skill. It's the skill. That's learning the skill. <laughs> you have to have. See that's why like I'm, a, I'm I'm a strong believer that you can't you can't arrive at abstract unless for me personally unless you know the fundamentals to 
before you get to abstract, you know, and I know that's not a opinion that, you know, I know my opinion might be weird about that, but that's the way that I believe. And I think that you need the fundamentals to get to, you know, even though your painting might even not resemble anything that has anything to do with physical, you know, realism or, or, or anything like that. I have the same, I have the same feelings about auto tune, you know, there's ways to get through to from point A to point Z immediately, but Mm -hmm. it, the, the, the things that you create, if you're doing the creative process in the creative world to make art, not making, you know, like, uh, uh, Chipotle, you're you're yeah. gonna have to have real substance to it, and if you don't understand or feel, if you're not having a narr- a communication with the emotion that you're pro- projecting, then you're you're just you're just you're giving us nothing. You're contributing yeah. nothing to the fucking world. You're a fucking waste of space. Fucking get out of the way. Go back to the mall or whatever you fucking you pick up all your your basic trend shit, and 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 mm. jerk each other off over there because. I, you know, I, I find no contribution to this rehashing, this reconfiguration of the same old, same old, same old over and over again, this contemporary referentialism bullshit. And you're not doing anybody a favor, especially yourself. So yeah. learn it, feel it, and then you'll, then you can do it anyway. All right. Move on. Move on. Yeah. Move on. Jesus Christ. Move the on. sun is starting to set. What are we at? Number five? Uh, I know. Number dark. five. Number five. No, it's only four o'clock. Jesus. Um. Are we ever going to get that cloud painting to draw? Okay. First of all, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I, when we were doing Dave Maloney's questions, I forgot to mention that he asked, there was a, there was a, there was a question in there, which I will go back to really quick because I just remembered that we did leave that out. He says, also, David S., any sign of those cloud tutorials? <laughs> Okay, and and you know what? While we're here, I also missed another part of Dave Maloney's yeah. question. So we're going back. Okay. Hey, Rock in Ireland. Hey, oh, hey, hi, 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 hi. Also, David Supakis, what does the rewriting "unfortunate" on your easel mean? I remember we did this on the oh. show that we never. Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 did do that before. I write. I just write random things that come into my head mm. as I paint. Like a lot of times when when, when I paint mm. words, sentences. Mm. You know, poems, I don't know, but not poems, but fucking, you know, just shit comes to my head. And, and you know, I, I have a Sharpie that's right yeah. by my palate. So instead of finding a piece of paper, yeah. I just, I just write it on my easel. And then it's just, it's kind of like this, this, that's like my easel has taken on a life on a, of its own over the years. With it's just, it looks like a serial killer yeah. has this easel because well, it's just writing all over well, it, you know? You know <laughs> so to, do, to so, dovetail so, that, to dovetail that back into the, to, to what we were talking about earlier with the, with the shit house, it's like a sounding board. Your easel is like your studio yeah. walls. It's a sounding board for ideas that pop in your head. And we would do that all the time. Yeah. Have a scrap of paper pinned to the wall and spend the whole time just writing stuff down. They become ideas for later or they just are like inspirational. Well, they get painted on yeah, top yeah. of and then they get, you know, and that's what happens a lot with the easel. Like the, 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 the things that I write on it a lot of times will get painted over because of when I'm either gestoing a canvas or so on and so forth. So it's just, it, it just, it, it's not meant to be anything necessarily. It's just, it's a stream of consciousness of where I am with the work do, and how, and how the words relate to the work remember, at that one moment. Do you happen to remember that particular moment when you wrote, <gasps> I'm sorry, I'm so gassy. I had stuffed no. cabbage, like I was saying earlier. The cabbage is very gassy. Do you remember why you wrote Unfortunate? What it was from? What it was inspired or pulled from? Nope. Or just thinking uh, about no, your life? No. 
be amazing if I, you know, I could lie and act like I, I, I do remember, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember a lot of it, you know, and I haven't written anything in the last probably a couple of months. So, you know, well, there's, there's nothing that new. So sorry about that, David, but, but yeah, but, it, it, but that, that's where it comes from. It's just stream of consciousness as I'm working mm-hmm. ideas. And also too, sometimes I might pull one of those words or two of those words or three of those words out of what I wrote as painting that painting. And that becomes the title of the painting. Mm-hmm. That's happened before, so stuff like that. There it is. Okay, so so getting back, back to Caleb. Caleb. We're back in time. We're back. Okay, uh, okay. He asked if you're ever going to do that cloud. Uh, oh yes, the cloud tutorial. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm. I don't know. To be, to be fair, <laughs> to, yeah. to be fair, like yes. I, 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 yes, I definitely want to do it's it. A lot of work. It's just, uh, it's. I just have not, you know, stuck um, on that zone. Look. You know what? I'm going to say this. The next time I do a painting that has clouds in it, I will film that painting of when I'm doing the clouds. I won't do it with the one I'm working on now because I've already painted the loose version of the clouds in. So I'll do it when one is just really roughly penciled, and then I will end up filming that, and then I can use that as the cloud tutorial. But um, David, uh, give you know, the people as a what loose, they want. They want. I know. Oh, man. So yes, I will do it. I will do that has clouds on it. I will do it. Oh, your mic just did something crazy. Yeah, I know. I just punched the table uh, by accident. Um, Is it? You know, Hello? Yeah, you're back to normal. You're okay. good. Well, if you know, I just uh, threw up another uh, tutorial of how wax. to make wax. Yeah. You know, it uh, yeah. took me several months to find, like six months before I finally did it or something. But it's a lot of fucking. This with talking with the hat wig. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this is fucking just brilliant, well, dude. Gotta have fun. <laughs> have fun in the studio. That's brilliant. Well, if you gotta do it, yeah, you gotta you gotta make it fun, yeah. right? Um, and um, yeah, it's it, it takes a lot of focus to be able to like take that time aside and make those videos. So, I don't know. I understand why you it like I needed to make wax. That's why I made the video. I'm like now is yeah. the time because the last time I needed to make wax, I said, fuck it. I'm not making a video. And then yeah. it ran out. And then I'm like, it's now, or you wouldn't get the video for 20. Yeah, I just tried, I just tried it the, uh, I tried it over the weekend. I just built a new frame and I tried to remember to videotape the whole mm-hmm. thing. Of course I forgot like halfway yeah. through. So I don't even have the whole demonstration. Because it's you know like I mean? doing like two I things at once. To, you're, you're thinking about yeah. editing, you're thinking about angles, you're thinking I about shots. I get so lost in my head yeah. when I'm fucking working that I end up forgetting shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. So it's just you hard. Know, I, I keep a lot. And especially the wood shop, you know, moving around yeah. so much, it's not like I'm painting where you get one camera view or something sure. like that. You know, yeah, you'd have to constantly move yeah, around. Gotta anyway. make it clear. It's but a lot yes, of work. I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. So we got another God's ears. <laughs> Number six. Is there a place on Earth you haven't visited that you uh, love to go? Oh yes, absolutely. Egypt, for, for sure. I want to go stand in front of those fucking pyramids. Um, Love to go to Stonehenge. Mm. Um, never been there. I or mean, I, I mean, I love to go to plenty of places in Italy. I've never been. Yeah. I love to go to plenty of places. That, I love. To, I mean, there's so many places. Yeah. So many places. I would love to. I would love to here in our very own U.S. I've never been to the fucking Grand Canyon. Yeah, either have I. Love the Grand Canyon. Definitely. You know, it's on the list. It's it's down there. It's the top five. But you know, it's. And we there. both have traveled a lot yeah, in our life. Yeah. Very fortunate. We've been able to go to a lot of places to Ed- over in Europe. I want to go to Scotland and Ireland. Very bad. 
Yeah, yeah. I've never been to either of those. And either. I want to be. I went into London a few times, but I've never been around England. Like I want to go to some of those seaside towns, like Blackpool. I've been to the, some the, of them. Daniel and Alice were talking about Blackpool. I'd like to go like those kind of places, yeah. beach, seaside, English quaint villages, and the forests of uh, you know. I want to go see the forests of Poland. You know, I've been to Poland, but I was like uh, nine years old. I mm-hmm. you know wasn't really able to absorb a lot of that. Oh yeah, there's there's a shit ton of places, man. Japan, I want to Japan. Oh, just man. Keep, I want to just fun. keep moving. I just keep moving. Yeah. I won't keep fucking moving. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to go to Greece. Just, yeah, I want to go to Greece. Really, I want to go to really Spain. Down. I don't know about geography. I don't sound too stupid. You, cryptid. You, you go. You go. It's, what's you your go. favorite? What number seven? What's your favorite cryptid or creature from folklore? <laughs> I mean, I love Baba Yaga, you know, the story of Baba Yaga. She's not like, like, I don't want to be roommates or anything, but, you know, I love the story of Baba Yaga because I'm obsessed with the house, with the chicken leg. But Mm. I don't know, man. I, uh, I guess, you know, I just always loved witches, like the witches in in Hansel and Gretel. I always loved Mm -hmm. the the, the creepy witches, I guess. And, uh, you know, I just looked at this painting yesterday. Who's the one that um, the woman half, half, half like uh, half bird, half, half I guess uh, dog, half woman? Let's go with dragons. Dragons. Uh, favorite folklore? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my uh, Baba Yaga on that one. Who's the guy that got so obsessed with gold that turned into a dragon? Smog. It's basically it, 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 well, it, well. It's what smog's based off of. It's really old, old, old story. Oh. But it, 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 it is what token based smog off of. Anyway, that's a cool story too. I I love so many. I love this guy got so obsessed with gold and I don't know, man. There's so many. There's, it's, it's hard to uh, have a favorite. I love it. Uh, no, we got. I know. It's the same thing. Places yeah. to go visit. Can you ask <laughs> any more difficult questions to answer one? answer to number nine have you either of you ever created while under the influence of psychedelic come on man of course yep. yeah and if so did it help yeah. or hinder your creation no it made it terrible you know the music oh. was good yeah i know a lot of fun and even going back and hearing sure. the tapes because we used to yeah. record it you know that was yeah, fun because it was <laughs> It was like wow, like we like that, like that whole part was fucked yeah, up. But the, then we hit we hit this other place. That yeah. was pretty cool. Man. Yeah, I mean, it, I I couldn't feel the music anymore like I did when I made it, like like cutting through my flesh. But yeah, music, art. Uh, yeah, I've done some drawings of mushrooms and acid. Terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, not too. not interesting at all. Real garbage. And honestly. I like to I like to smoke pot and I like to drink when I work. I do, but I never get so out of control with it. You know, I don't lose. I don't lose control. And my yeah, you have to have that. You have to have that place of still, you know, being solid. I, yeah, it doesn't work for me. I don't like it. Solid work, you know, connected with it. And that you see, you go too you go too deep into it. Then I don't you're know. Psychedelic, lose it, you know? psychedelic drugs for me is such a deep and like self involved process. Like all the things that I can learn off of psychedelia, 
like our is me to take it in, interpret, and then think differently. You know, open your yeah. mind. When I'm making evidence, when I'm making these relics while on psychedelics, there there in no way it's like describing a dream. It no way captures the essence of the Absolutely. feeling of it, and they're they're quite you know bad actually. All the drawings that I've done. So so yeah. that's why I think like coming out of psilocybin or mushrooms or whatever, like when you're coming out of it, that's where it's like, I get those, I've never worked on it, but I've had ideas for yeah. things that like I get super inspired by and that because you're, you're, you know, coming out of that realm that you're yeah, just and in you, and now and you're, you're coming out and it's like, yeah, and you're well, able to like actually function. Have, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. be able to put ideas together and keep yeah, them together. The mind, the mind to, is what's really being occupied during that. And it's like, for me, the mind is so busy. At that moment, it's like, you know what? I'm not, I can't make art. My, my brain is experiencing art at that moment, but putting it down, making the stuff. Uh, yeah, you're like, living with it. It's art. like, no, 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 no room for this yeah. right now. Brain is busy. Yeah. Come back later when I understand the concept of breathing again or, when, you know, when I'm you know, able to pick up a pen and not get lost in the in in the fact that it, it's slipping through my fingers as if I'm invisible, you know. Can't uh, no, not it doesn't work. And and I've seen a lot of art too that you know friends have made while in psychedelics. They're just fucking muddy messes. Just, yeah, of course, because the layers and everything that you see at the time. And but you know you just mixed every color together and you got brown. Okay, number ten. Did you notice I skipped number eight? No, nope. nope. <laughs> is it? Is this a? Is this a meme? Know. That was pretty good. Was is pretty this good. a meme? This feels like some That's sort like of a psychedelic. Bro, that was oh psychedelic. My God, yeah, this kid's on psychedelic. Wow. Caleb, you gotta stop the micro dosing or whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> Number eleven. What are you guys listening to right now? Uh, tool. That's what I've been listening to all last um, week. I am. I'm still listening to a lot of talk talk. Just downloading the three oh, that I found or whatever. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get more. But besides that, I've been writing music a lot, and even though it's very self indulgent, mm -hmm. I listen to that stuff because some of it's very long and droney, and some of it's kind of like you know heady stuff, and it helps with my work because it's very meta. You know, I make music about the paintings, I make paintings about the music. It reminds me of Murder Baby. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's self indulgent, but at the same way, it's not at all self indulgent because you're you're listening to it because. Then you're starting to think about, okay, I could change yeah. this into this. I, I mean, when I, when I go to the gym, that's what I do all the time of like, if I'm on the machine, I'll listen to what I was working on or whatever totally. over and over again. So when I get back home or later on that night, yeah. I can go, okay, this is the, mm -hmm. this is the change that I need in it or whatever. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think it's all, it's like, woo, it's self-indulgent to look at your own painting or but come on. Yeah, well, the painting is never going to be finished unless you don't look at it and yeah. unless you don't get involved in yeah, it and, and you don't become all, one with it's it. It's all so. fucking just making shit. Yeah. But um, yeah. you uh, you listen to all this talk. All right, there we go. Uh, wow, that's it. All right, that's probably that's enough it. of that silliness. Oh, while I'm here, I'll leave you guys with a couple of pieces to critique. <laughs> Awesome. Great. When we're all tired and over it, you know, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna now look at your work. He sent us two. So let's let's look at the drawing. Uh, first. He sent us two pictures um, from his sketchbook. Is a self portrait of him. Awesome. He looks. You, you look. You look buffer than you are. Okay, and it looks <laughs> like you're wearing um, 
uh, some gaming headphones. So our, if you might be fortniting it while you're taking this uh, picture of yourself smoking. Smoking kills, by the way. You should quit now. And, um, yeah, you should put a shirt on. I don't want to see you with your shirt off. I'm, I'm proud of you for, you know, working on your body and, and taking care of yourself. But, you know, stop smoking and put on a shirt. And pra- I do, I do, I do love the foreshortening between the head and the arm and the hand, and every you know that that whole kind of given that d- depth of it going back and f- you know further and I stuff. Think- Even with that headphone, that 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 left headphone coming out and that and that and that right headphone going back a little bit. I think you're doing the right you thing know? by by keeping a sketchbook journal, all the, like documenting mm-hmm. yourself and that and, and practice, practice, just filling books, fill, 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 fill books, and don't worry about things like you don't have to sign every fucking picture you make in your sketchbook. You know what? Because you also mm. need to learn another lesson. It's letting go well, the- letting go of your artwork. Letting go. Not being so attached to your work that you... I mean, mm. maybe you sign it because, you know, you put it on the internet and there's a lot of thievery. I don't know. But yeah. letting go of your artwork because it is... A, you, the work you're making now, if you're going to be an artist in another 20 years, the work you're making now... You're 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 gonna be like, well, it was a stepping stone, but fuck it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Let's just. Yeah. Uh, and I'm telling you a hundred fucking thousand times, my advice is only based on how I approach art, not how you you should be. But this mm-hmm. is just my fucking opinion. Well, it's the only thing. Uh, yeah, it's the only thing that we can yeah. share is you because know, you're not uh, paying tuition. The way that we go about if it. you were paying tuition, yeah. I might I might be a little more careful in what I say. But, you know, you're doing the right fucking thing. Fill sketchbooks. Fill them. Fill them. Fill them. Fill them. Fill them up. That's the best thing that Amy – I mean, and, and, and I'm I'm not good at this anymore myself, and I have to be better at it. But that's one thing I think every artist should be doing is filling sketchbooks because that is the growth right there. That is the one that you're not, you know, putting – trying to set all your ducks perfectly in a row when you're doing yeah. a painting and all this yeah. other stuff like that. A sketchbook is just made to be working out fucking ideas yeah, and, and to be also just working on your chops yeah. and your, your, you know. And you, know. you need something to look back on to see, like, a reflection of you, of, of, of what, what level you were at at a certain time or, or what you've learned, where you progressed, what you never worked out, you know, or just mm-hmm. evidence, this, this sort of, like, you know, bits and pieces of, 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 of your learning process. And keep yeah. it up, man. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. I don't like seeing pictures of you with your shirt off, though, because <laughs> I'm just not that into you. Um, you got a picture of a skull. Skull. It looks like it's on like a coaster or cut or just cut out of cut paper. Out a piece or of paper. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, you, you, listen, you. To me, uh, all you look at the tones, man. They got them all going, falling in the right place, and everything else. But this is where I'm saying, Caleb. That's why you work on that shit I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier, and you you start contributing that to like doing this stuff and that. You'd be fucking, you know, like I can already see there'd be a shadow underneath that bone that's going over where the jar is. That's not there. You know, you would have all this stuff. You know, being able to put in there values. And that. I mean, you got to just get a fucking skull too next time and light it. Pract- I don't know if you did that this time. Practice but. your values and keep fucking doing what. What you're showing yeah. me is exactly what I expect. Someone your age, as like, yeah, that's it. Keep keep going. Keep going. Keep fucking going. You're you're, you're going through sure. the fucking steps. You're going through the steps. You know, 
keep no. up the good work. I mean, as long as I see that you're doing work, I don't want to judge you on the, on the quality so much. And yeah, stuff like exactly. That, because it, that's it, not important right it's now. It's also too. It's also what are you going like? Like like I'm not saying you, Caleb, but just in general with people, what are they going for? Are you going for something more more graphically, something more illustratively, something more realistically, something more abstractly? So it's like you know, it all falls in that. It's hard to look at somebody's work and judge it when you don't even know what the where they're headed and where they're going for with it, you yeah. know? And, and, you know, and, so. and so, and these are studies. I see that it's like study, study, study. When you want to start yeah. ta- talking about paintings, I think we talked about this with Bryson, who's also fucking brilliant. He's brilliant at painting skulls. And, 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 you know, the only, um, criticism I have or, or critique or suggestion for him is now putting that talent into making skull into a painting that has a, a something, a message and, in it that is beyond the still life, you know, that's yeah, for me yeah. the next step on um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't care how good you can paint. I want to know, I want to see, uh, you know, a painting that you want to see. Yeah. You want to see narration. You want to see it or, or, or narrative yeah, to it. Something, you know? yeah. uh, or I, actually I, I'm speaking for you. I, that's no, what I would right, like. You're right though. So, but you're right. You know what I mean? That's, that's exactly you know, I want to see a story. I want to see like something being told to me, something, you know, that's what, that's what, that's what I've always loved for myself about painting is that you have one. So it's like, like, cause I've always loved comic books mm-hmm. and, and you know, where, where you see a whole story develop in multiple panels. So, Hey, I'm going to take one panel instead of multiple panels and try to tell one story and try to add as much, you know, uh, narrative to that one piece to try to give people a feeling and and and, and the story, yeah. you know, to it. The so, story is really that, it. The story is the, the is, is really the, the substance, the the vehicle that tells the story, the painting or the illustration or whatever. Yes, it should it should be you know you should know what you're looking at it or you should be technically skilled and all that. But if you can tell that story through that, that's. That's the magic that transcends from from doing mm-hmm. what is a study or a, or a still life, whatever that that evokes a certain emotion and, yeah. and tail. It transcends yeah. capability yeah. of style. Or, or, yeah. Or, what is or, your or, message? Or, what are you saying? A skull with yeah. what? You know, people did skulls with like the skull with the rose. You know, or you know, it, it evokes a certain feeling and thing. But but like you know, mm, mm, like I want substance, not just yeah. skill. You need both because you're young and artist. So you're building skills and you're building substance. So my critique for you is just keep doing exactly what you're doing and pushing it yeah. harder and harder because it sounds like he has the drive, the, 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 the want. He's wanting that. Mm-hmm. And that passion mm-hmm. is what's going to take you to the next level. Not whether or not you sell your work, show your work, people like your work. None of that fucking matters right now. None of that matters right now. None of it matters at all right now if you need to make money then do what dave's doing get a fucking construction job and work it and make money to make your art because your art needs to be absolutely true from you and if it means i know once you start once you start putting the money into it it becomes to be a whole nother fucking ball game and then you you start to lose the essence or or it's possible to lose the essence of why you even started to do it to begin with the, the enjoyment you we got all out of it. struggle with that. Everything you else. You and I like struggle that, you know? with that a of lot, you, you know? But you we've, uh, you know, luckily, uh, you know, we have some chops. We got some experience and some skill in being the, the buying, the selling, and the showing. Mm-hmm. Separately yeah. making art, you know? Also, 
You got to get that balance. And if you jump in before you have the balance, you're going to be turned around upside down and you're going to rely heavily on reaction of other people to whether or not you're doing a good job because you don't know yet. But if you are confident in you, then if somebody doesn't like your work, you move on to the next. You move on to the yeah. next because you're doing your work. You believe in your work, and somebody's with the with the sense is going to smell that in you and your work. Because if they sniff yeah. you out, like for being a a, a hack or a fucking a, you're aping somebody else, anybody with anybody any any lick of sense is going to recognize that yeah. like that immediately. So yeah, and just because you make art, money from artists, I, 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 just because if you make money from your yes. art doesn't doesn't mean you're an artist. Just because you don't make money from your art doesn't mean you're an artist either. Yeah. It's, Being an artist is just making the art it's, you're And it's a state about. of mind. It's, it's an and emotion. And you are with the work. It's a feeling. You know? It's a feeling. Yeah. It's a need. It's a desire. And it's a people vocation. People put way too much shit on that. Yeah, know? because people need to compartmentalize things. People need to like be clear you know, because it's 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 easier that Whoa, way. Are we getting some it's, Scientology it's shit? It's easier here? for people to be like labeled and and put the label yeah. this as this as this because people are fucking lazy. They don't want to take the time it takes to think abstractly and um, think follow through and think with emotions. Everything has to be fucking spelled out and defined so that either they could understand or decimate it so they could take it apart and be like, well, this isn't right because blah 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 blah. It's like fuck you and fuck you fuck you fuck you and who. Cares? cares and fuck your opinion you know just get right with yourself get right with your art find your voice because it's all the other stuff that you're learning when you're young like how to draw how to paint the values and the and this and that it's a for instance the skull and i know i'm not trying to like pick on 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 caleb because first of all i love the guy and He's, he's oh, yeah, just he's right in just front of me. Us one yeah, thing he's, of, just, he's, he's exactly putting this right in front of me i got this in front of me anybody could fucking draw a skull right yeah. anybody you can have you. You got the Damien Hurst skull of diamonds that's selling for millions of dollars, or you've got Caleb Osgood with this little skull here. It's all, you know, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah. The difference that I like to smell is the uniqueness of of, of each one's voice and vision of the thing. Gotta sure. have yeah. real. I don't know, man. I can't even put into words uh, right now. I'm not. I know. Well, I know what you mean. Hopefully, everybody else knows what you mean. But you know, yeah, it, it, uh, exactly. It's just it's it's about, like you said, getting right with yourself. You know, other thing too is finding, taking the time to find your voice, to find who you are. You know, when I first started painting, I painted like Salvador Dali. I painted like this mm-hmm. person. I painted like that person. I painted like, you know, my very early on stuff looked like comic book stuff because mm-hmm. that was the stuff that I was super mm-hmm. into. So, you know, it, and it was very two-dimensional. You know, it, it, it's about finding mm-hmm. your voice. And I didn't start finding out who I was until fucking, you know, I started painting in 92 and, and like, like realistically not, you know, not making a fucking living or mm-hmm. anything, but like painting every day since 92. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until maybe 2003 or 2002 that I started feeling like I started 
thinking I yeah, had my e- own e- kind of e- thing happening. out your you know own I mean? style and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, sh- I show yeah. up. I showed up on the fucking scene making making art like a NASCAR driver, wearing every fucking inspiration on me, like <laughs> yeah, like a logo, yeah, yeah, exactly. and slowly yeah, yeah. stripping yeah, them yeah, off. Yeah, the patches everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and then very slowly, you know, stripping them off, and I have my own look, yeah. my own feel. Yeah. But proudly wearing those, like boom, Joe yeah. Peter Wicked. Exactly. I'll wear exactly. Joe Peter Wicked on my shoulder. I'll wear Anselm Kiefer. I will wear yeah. all those because guys you have on me. to. Yeah, because you have because it's honoring. You have to have those influences. I mean, this is not a bad thing. You have to have those influences in order to find yourself yeah, to within those influences. Yeah, to work it out. So that's why it's like as you like you just said, David, you start stripping away mm-hmm. those people. However, those people are still within your work sure. till this very day. Yeah. But it's so. I mean, we've talked about this before. It's so buried deeply within. The construct it, yeah, of in, the overall. Yeah, it's mixed. Yeah, it's yeah, mixed in there yeah, like a. Like a yeah, it's mixed into the Like paint, an old mole you know? sauce. A Mexican mole yeah. sauce sometimes take years to make. And they, there's like a. Yeah. Or any sauce has a mother sauce. You know, yeah. and and it's that one sauce that is like constantly cooking, and they're taking it from, and that's what you become, right? So you maintain all those influences, you maintain all those inspirations, but you know, being becoming an artist in your own voice is it's not like you're not it, it, like it's so important that you have to be like a unique thing and all this with people sometimes you know think is very important to be like completely unique and blah 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 blah. It's just That's never gonna happen, it's a, anyway. it's a personal journey for yourself, right? So don't don't forget that because once it's be, yeah. for other people to be pleased or impressed or to agree. You're you're on the wrong fucking path. You're on the wrong path. You're no longer becoming that. You're becoming, you know, another like you're like a multiple collection of baseball cards. Like how many Thurman Munsons do you need in your pack? How many Babe Ruths? Or, or, or I can't name any other baseball players past uh, nineteen seventy five. Well, yeah, I know because they're valuable. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, like repetitions. Yeah. Like oh, I got another one. I got another one. You could be yeah. another. You want to be another one, or you want to be a unique card? You know of that of the deck. So sure. you have to like follow your own thing, and it's all the failure is a huge part of the whole fucking trip too. You gotta mess up, you gotta you gotta get it wrong often, but once you start getting it right, you're gonna know, and you're and and those those triggers are gonna stay with you when you start to realize. Like one of my favorite things that happened recently to me, I sent some work out to the gallery I'm starting to work with. And I got a message back about one of the pieces, like, you know, uh, like, are you sure you want it like this? And like, you know, this is, this seems a little weird, like something about the framing or blah, blah. I'm like, put it up on the wall, get used to it. It's going to grow mm-hmm. on you, but trust me on this. Be, and, and it reminded me of like also how German people react to art, the, the very particular, anything's anything different, they immediately squirm. Right. If anything's like mm-hmm. odd, like an al- al- alternative, yeah, f- framing technique, blah. And it's a lot about my choppy framing. And I said, you know, the best th- reaction a person could have to my work is to misunderstand it, not get it right away, dislike it even. Dislike, and I'm not. I don't think they dislike it because it's poorly done. Because I could argue that. Because I could show you the quality of the work. But if they dislike it because they don't get it, I love it. I love it when you don't understand the work when it doesn't click with you because right it, away. Because because it means that it's different yeah, to it, you, it, it, and it's, it's something that you're you. not used yeah, to seeing. Yeah, it's playing yeah, with your yeah. perceptions of the normal, you know, reaction to things. And you know, that's one of those triggers that I always now, you know, have picked up over time where start to realize when people were, when I was looking at my own work and I didn't recognize it, 
Like, like this is different than the things that I've been copying the, or, or the things mm-hmm. I've been emulating. It's no longer emulate. It, this is weird. I don't recognize it because it's coming direct from the unconscious, you know? It, yes. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, I could see it in my head and my brain, but it's like, like I said, trying to describe a dream. You can't do it. You can't articulate it how hard you try. Mm-hmm. Same thing mm-hmm. with painting mm-hmm. and making art. It's so hard to get it from the head to the paper, you know, the heart to the hand. But when it comes out, usually it comes out as an unrecognizable thing because it's like, holy shit. Because it's new. I never met you yeah, before. Nice to meet yeah, you. We've never we've yeah. never convers- had a conversation yeah. before. Yeah. And that's exciting. So yeah. so yeah. don't fit in is very important. Yeah. Don't fit in. In a time mm-hmm. while being alternative is one of the most mainstream things you can be. I don't know how you're gonna do it, because back in the day, all we had to do was, you know, wear our sisters' clothes and dye our hair, and we were outcasts. Now <laughs> you really yeah. got to like work at not being mainstream. Yeah, and being now different. everything can fit into that. Yeah, but while not like straying too far from your heart and your and your mm-hmm. soul and your true character. So it's a fine fucking line. Good luck, young artists out yeah. there. They're <laughs> fucked. Oh god. Yeah. Well, that was a long one. Yeah, that was a long one. Well, you know, talk about the chickens coming home to roost. We had a lot of catching up to do with gum. I know do. I know. I think it was a three-hour run, my friend. No, two forty-one. Yeah. Wow. Oh well. Listen, we we had to clean up that fucking Q and A. We had to clean. <laughs> we, we had to sweep out, out the cupboards and empty yeah. out all that uh, all that all that food that's going bad. Because, <laughs> but we're back. It's September. We are it's back. It's the heat good to be back. of the season. It's things yeah. are picking up now. All my artist brethrens out there, you know. The first shows of the season are starting now, and they don't stop until, you know, May, you know, mm-hmm. the, the fucking art season. So get working, get kicking, fucking pushing yourself. Hopefully all those brilliant ideas and dreams and Find aspirations. Yourself, discover yourself, rediscover yourself. Yeah, all those things you thought you, you know, should do over the summer. Those are words for myself, yeah, even. It's time, That's a lot of self. Time to put into action. Time to put it into action, yeah. you know? Get cooking. Yeah, and, and don't ever try to do it all on your own. If you're feeling fucking low down, reach out to a friend. Reach out to us. You know? Yeah. Granted, we, we get down in the dumps too. And what lifts me up. Us? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trust me. I get sad. And yeah. and you know what lifts me up is helping somebody else get out of the mud. You know? And I, then I'll find out. Uh, I realize after helping a friend, hey, I, I I'm out of the situation too. I feel better. So yeah. we, and we're getting ready to approach the toughest seasons for that kind of oh, stuff, especially. Yeah, it gets dark. I mean, depending on what you are in the world, I mean, it's a lot of places it'll be summer, but yeah. here, you know, it's true. Where we are, we're getting ready to head into the winter. Yeah, the northern hemisphere, it's baby. Some dark shit. Yeah, but so you know, and so. these are very tumultuous times. Anxiety is is like is like second fucking breath for everybody. Everybody's feeling the pulse of the the world accelerating. And we're all dealing with a lot of anxiety, and the best way to is is, is talking to people. Yeah. Get don't don't get, get too yes. into your own fucking head. Don't get too funked out. Reach out because it's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with uh, needing help, and talking things mm-hmm. out. Fucking does a world of good. The hardest part is picking up the phone or, or, or writing, you know, because. 
What's the point? You know, you know how many times that yeah. fucking phrase run, runs in my head? What's the point? And for one second, if you think that I don't hold my life and my accomplishments valuable, I mean, come on. I love what I do. I love what I am. But constantly, not constantly, but quite often, what's the fucking point runs through my head too? So yeah. the yeah. point is... Questioning. It's... Yeah. It it, it 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 it's that the point is we're all trying to make yeah. this wheel fucking go yeah. around and, and the darkness you know. is temporary. The darkness mm-hmm. is fucking temporary. All right. Mm-hmm. God damn it. It just takes a couple of fucking sentences for someone you care about that's going to turn it around for you. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. You just have to find mm-hmm. that person. Reach out. Write to us. Give me babble at gmail dot com. Send us your questions. Send us your thoughts. Your feelings. And fuck it, if you just want to blow off some steam, something you're pissed off about, you want to put your two cents in, let us mm-hmm. know. Maybe we'll put it on our fucking podcast and uh, and maybe start a dialogue. Yeah, and if you want to check out that wax video that David just put up, put it up like the other week, yes. that's on YouTube, and you can find that under Gimme Battle. Yeah. At YouTube, or just or just do a search for "Give Me Battle" yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, we got it'll come right we got up. a lot of fun. It's stuff. the latest video that's up there. Yeah, so. got a lot of fun stuff. You know, some of my ads that I put because got to make ads for art. You know, David and I need to push our fucking shit. The best way we can do it is by making art to push our art. What are you mm-hmm. gonna do? What What are you gonna Hopefully do? We will all be doing the same. Yes. So keep keep your fucking eyes out because Stupak has actually been starting to do some film stuff that is. Uh, and hey like david said earlier get the fuck you know do it promote your shit put it out there but don't fucking keep checking social media all the time yeah just don't worry worry. somebody's liking your shit yeah just uh, yeah no no have some boundaries have some personal boundaries check yourself because it's a it's a major distraction and and you're you're yeah. only going to be missing out, and you don't want to build up a habit out of it. It's like growing up next to Chernobyl. You're going to get poisoned. You're going to come out with a fucking tumor the size of your you know if, uh, Volkswagen if you don't step away from the poison because this shit yeah. didn't exist that long ago, and I don't like the idea that it's running everything now. Fuck that shit, you know. Every, everybody's emotions based and triggered by this thing that didn't exist of like a, a, a beat ago. Come on, man. You gotta be kidding me. All it does is cause confusion, anxiety, and everybody's copying everybody else's shit. You hacks out there. Stop copying shit. What's the matter with you? You want it? Really? That's what you want? What are you, 12? What the fuck? Make your own shit. store where you're like enough lemons people are starving sticking scurvy like, i don't want that lemon it's shaped like a foot you're shaped like a foot how you feeling <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll buy be back with the regular yeah, people yeah yeah thanks for uh hanging in yeah, with us for- and uh, lending us your ears yes. and see you next week yeah, or talk to you next this week this is fun let's do this again soon yeah absolutely love you love you all very much that was great nice work buddy